to episode 536, and I think this might be a rare thing, but we got William Filipek coming back on <laughs> after he was just on maybe, what, a month ago? But he was I mean, he's, in Indonesia. He's really trying to get that, like, you know, five, five, you know, um, five-time guest jacket that we give out. Like, yeah. and he's trying to get that really hard. Um <laughs> He's yeah, well on his way. One year. Yeah, I mean, oh. it's just like I, I, I admire his, you know, push to get it all done in one year because then he can ignore us for like eight more years. And it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll be in uh, Ryan get Young's it, place. At exactly. That point. Get he'll his gold jacket and call it a day. I understand <laughs> it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about that uh, crazy trip and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I always like ter- talking herping. But before we do that, we've got some stuff we got to get into. Oh, and I got a list here. Number one. Oh, shit. A list before um, the show? All right. Well, yeah, it's it's a bunch of stuff we haven't hit on in a while. Uh, yeah. I was telling you before the show, I did get our our, our fellow podcaster on the network, uh, Mr. Doctor. Mr. Z- Mr. Doctor. <laughs> Mr. Yes, doctor. yes, Mr. Doctor. He's not yeah. just a doctor. He's a Mr. He's a doctor. Mr. Doctor. Very, very they make, doctor. You have to go to extra, extra doctoral school <laughs> for that. That's right. Yeah. Um, the Natural History... Yes. We talked about this a little bit, but I've I've sort of delved into it a little bit. And you know that this book is like way out of my wheelhouse. You have none of those things. I you have, have never none of with them. them. But I, I, I have, have all of them. of them and you have the book before I do. Yes. yes. You have How does this none work? of them. It's nice being the pod father. Uh, the Natural History, Captive Care of Falsewater Cobras, Barren Racers, Museranas, and Other Xenodon Snakes. I hope I said that right. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, but uh, it's an excellent book, man. It's really well done. So good, it'll um, help me breed my false water cobra. Oh wait, oh wait, yeah. <laughs> wait, it'll help you breed already, the Baron's racers. There oh, we you go. Need that that. Okay. I have not. Yeah, you're right. I need. Wait, that. you don't have Musaranos? Not yet. You I mean, gotta add them to the list. That's I mean, definitely an Owen. Really, right there. really. Oh, come on, man. Is, is that that's dangerous? It's rear fang venomous. Uh, uh, go on. Exactly. Bad attitude. Yeah, right. Go uh, on. It's got yeah. a bad attitude. Um, it Look eats like anything you put in front. Yeah, of it. All right. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, but if you're into these, uh, into these type of uh, snakes, um, even if you're not, like I'm not really into these. Like I have no interest <laughs> in keeping these. I I would never do that. It's like yeah, it's just, but, but it's such cool snakes, man. It's yeah. good information, and you know, uh, it's really really well done book. So um, if you haven't gotten it. Check it out. If you have not heard Colubrid and Colubroid Radio, uh, you should go check that out. It's basically the NPR version of Colubrids. Yeah. So, um, okay. Other podcast people that we have to give a support to. Um, so if you're heading out to Tinley, maybe you want to mm-hmm. go there a day earlier because the other doctor... <laughs> the other doctor, yeah, Mr. Doctor Julander. Uh, yes, Mr. Doctor. Mr. Doctor. He's a Mr. Mr. Doctor. He does get a Mr. Mr. Doctor. Okay. Gets, yeah. Um, but uh, he is. They're going to be at the Gecko Symposium uh, Thursday, October fifth. Cool. From nine to six, so they're doing like a whole day thing. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Frank Colachica is going to be there, so which is good. He's been on the show before. Um, mm-hmm. Philippe de Vaugelet, he'll be there, which, you know, I mean, come on, man. He's the godfather of uh, herpticulture. 
Um, I don't know any of these other guys. Mark Fink, Tony Gamble, Joe Hop. I heard that name before. Where have I heard that name before? I don't know. Th- this might all be gecko stuff, and I'm useless. I don't. Yeah, I, I can't. Maybe it's handle- like when I delved into the gecko world. That Dude, I can't do I- animals that come apart. Like as, <laughs> like they're designed to pop apart. I am a large man who like just kind of grabs they my pythons. Apart. Like I mean, yeah, yeah, you grab a gecko wrong, it pops apart. <laughs> and then people are looking at you because that, that was an expensive gecko and i'm like i don't <laughs> yeah can i put this thing back on here no it, uh, you can Justin. sometimes they eat it and they grow a stupid looking tail and then you're the asshole who broke the gecko yeah now damn it thank uh, you justin julander <laughs> um i obviously I, I would imagine he's talking about knob tails that would be my I, guess I, that would yeah sure. unless he's Unless he's writing some sort of Europe or, lattice book that we don't know about. Yeah, I forget. He delves into all those Australian geckos. See, so he might be. If, if you want to hear about Australian geckos, I think Frank and Justin are probably your best bets. And then Frank Payne mm-hmm. and Steve Skies. So Sykes. I said Skies. Good Steve's, enough. Uh, Sykes. <laughs> okay. So apparently there's a registration. Uh, it's eighty dollars a person. Uh, if you do it, I guess you get a shirt if you do it before September first. But uh, basically, contact Russ Gurley, which, by the way, you got to contact him for the book that, anyway. Yeah, for the book. So if you're yeah. contacting him for the book and you want uh, to just go tell to him you want to do the gecko thing. Yeah. See, this is pretty cool, though. I like the idea that they're doing the symposium the day before. I guess it's the only thing that sucks is that you got to get there a day earlier. But well, it's, it, it's so you can still go to like the pre Tinley Friday night show. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you well, got Saturday uh, I mean, and Sunday. If you were maybe going to do... I can't believe it's Tinley already. Jesus. I know. Um, maybe if you were going to do like... Um, yeah, we used to show up at like Thursday in mid-afternoon or something like that. It was Friday mid-afternoon and we would just kind of pass out. I mean, mm-hmm. just going a little bit earlier. But I think it would be so much better if you don't have a table. We always Probably. had like animals. Tables Which, and animals, and yeah. we had to sneak them into the hotel on the yeah, trolley yeah. carts and shit yeah. covered with. Which <laughs> they they craziness. know what's in those, right? Like reptile know. shows coming, all these assholes are bringing these giant. All of them have the same black containers. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what's in those. If I wonder what's know, going right? on. Well, I mean, and also <laughs> mine are cover. <laughs> well, mine were ARS, so they had a snake on them. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And then uh, what is the okay? Oh, Southern Carpet Fest, um, the Texas so, Carpet Fest. Is it? Is that what it's under? It's, Texas, it's Carpet Texas, Fest? Texas Carpet Fest. Yes. Oh, they don't call. Okay, Texas. No, Carpet Texas Fest. Carpet oh, Fest. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, very good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, those uh, guys are throwing the uh, Texas Carpet Fest, and I guess if you want any information, Michael Taylor is the guy to hit up. But they're looking for donations if you're looking to do that because they're having a silent auction. Um, the, the proceeds the jealousy, are going to go to U.S. Arc. The jealousy yeah. I have is that this thing's going to be held at Ari's place. Like, yes, I, I, I just I so want to go. I wish I could go. So it's when is it? It's the what is that Saturday? It's October. It's um. It's right when I'm going to be in Florida. It's, and I will be in Scotland. So it is. Yeah. I believe it's the. It's the fourteenth. I just need a calendar. No. 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 Oh uh, 
yeah, maybe you're right. You are right. <laughs> See, I take it back. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> okay, the fourteenth, and it's going to be at Reptlandia. Reptile Lagoon, which is in Johnson City, Texas. So they have a group over on Facebook. Check it out. You can get more information if you're interested in, uh, you know, um, giving to the auction or wherever. You can hit hit up uh, Michael Taylor and uh, he'll 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 hook you up. So yeah, looks like it's going to be a cool thing. Uh, so far, I've seen uh, you know Michael Pinnell will be there for mm-hmm. Die Hard Python people, um, which is cool. Um, who else? Uh, all, all the Texas. Well, I know. Sure I know. Bill will be there. I'm pretty right, sure. Probably. I mean, there, there's a couple people that end up going. But if he goes again, to the Northeast and not to the Texas, man. What does that say? say? Um, but I'm just. <laughs> but they also have a really cool shirt, and also it's at. I it's just at, bought a hat. It's at Rev- Revlandia, so just like, it, I mean, just for that, I would go. I mean. And I know that Cold Blooded Cafe is going to be there as well, so it, it's going to be really cool. Yeah, and we have, uh, I guess, Cold Blooded Cafe. We have an affiliate link. You can go check that out. Uh, October fourteenth, three p.m. I think they're yep. they're doing a hard close off at eleven too because it's going to be in Ari's place. Right. They have some and- swag over um, on the thing you can buy to help support the event. Um, I they got I think it was like a t shirt, a hoodie, and a t and a hat. I, I, I hat. liked it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's got an IJ on it, man. Like, what the hell? I now mean, I don't want do it. Do? Yeah, <laughs> you, you had it. You had me, but now I don't want it. Yeah. I would love to go, but like I said, unfortunately, that will be my last day of herping in Florida. And hopefully by that point, we've found everything we're looking for, like a nice big Eastern Diamondback is my goal. I, I, I will have just landed in... Um, Scotland? No, I, yeah. Well, home. actually, no, I will be... On my way home, so I am. I will be arriving home on the sixteenth. So once so, again, it's, you're, yeah, it's, you're going to Europe. Yep, and I know. Nipper's coming to the I, U.S. I, so, you, so we're you're balanced. acting like you're acting like I didn't plan this. I knew yeah, how I long that. I had. I <laughs> I escaped the United States, and now I will quickly get back to the U.K. before he. You have to call me if he co- if he leaves early. <laughs> Don't he's yeah. Like, Mate, I'm out of there, mate. No way. Yeah, I'm staying there. Without <laughs> Where is he? It's like a- <laughs> uh, but it would be good to see them. Obviously, Rob. He, I think he's squeezing in a hurt. You know, Rob is on a mission, man. He's fine. That twin spot of rattlesnake. He's he going to get it on a trip this yeah. weekend. He going to get it. it. Yeah. Well, if it's any of our past trips, he's going to get it. He's going to be ahead of me now for seeing the croats in the U.S. Maybe he's going to find you a croat that he hasn't found. What's that? Yes. Um, I don't think there is. No. No. We found the timber. Yeah. With us twice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a loser. To, I mean. <laughs> I'm coming up short. I mean, you, you could have been so far ahead of him if you actually hurt Florida once or twice while you were down there. I did, but not for real. So that's why I'm kind of excited about it. You know, like yeah, legit yeah. hurting, like going into yeah. where the Satan worshipers are and all that. I don't know if you saw that. The, I can get you the, I can get you the GPS for the pygmies that I found, but okay. Just, just sneak off. Don't tell Rob. Just don't run tell off. Rob. Yeah. Don't tell Rob. Go get the pygmies. Oh, uh, so I don't know. So that's, that's, I think that's everything. Oh, cold blooded caffeine, right? Um, yes. they have a Cano Canova blend, uh, which is What's from the that? Congo. Oh, uh, it's Canova reptiles, right? Isn't it Canova reptiles? You mm. would know, William, right? Isn't it Canova? Oh, it's just Canova. Just Canova. Just Canova. Yeah, okay. just Canova. Yeah. 
You just right. say the one word. That's it. That's yeah. how. That's how everybody knows. Too high. In, too high in for reptiles or exotics or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. I don't need another word. Right. Yeah, it's one yes. is fine. Yeah. I got to admit that has that is a pretty good ring to it that you're not saying like. You know, right, right. Uh, Canova reptiles or blah 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 exotics or blah blah. That blah, was the whole. Blah. That was one of the whole reasons of him doing it is to distinguish himself from everyone else. Otherwise, you just fall in that same category. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. But he, I'm not creative he, enough for that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. At least right. I, I did something different. I went Moralia, but you know, you have right, to sell right. snakes in order to uh, I, be in that category. I stole mine from a very strongly worded email that was sent to me in college so yes yep well at least you have a cool story behind i know it. yeah I mean, you know yeah the college security said they were looking for rogue reptiles and i'm like well okay then <laughs> just i guess i'll just take this yeah. and it was born and it was yeah. done yep um so yeah we got an affiliate link over there go check it out obviously there's a carpets and coffee coffee but um i was excited to try that because it's from the congo i love how he's those guys sort of like find the coffee from the region that the snakes that they like are from so you know yeah so where would your coffee be from owen <laughs> this it seems coffee like you're a boa guy now so it might hey, be south hey, america hey hey, <laughs> hey. coffee you got more boas than you do pythons that is not true <laughs> i have yeah. wait they I don't have, have Australian coffee. They just have Australian coffee of how to make it, like a flat right, white exactly. style so there's no of Kim, coffee. There's no Kimberly coffee beans, so I can't do that. No. Indo, you can easily – coffee fo- beans would grow well in the Kimberly. Nothing, nothing grows reason. well in the Kimberly <laughs> rough scales. Um, I mean, yeah. you obviously in Indo, there's plenty of my stuff there. But as far as boas, I only have three species. I only have – Shut no, up. Come on. You got <laughs> rainbow boas. One. You got – the what's the new one you just got from Keith? Argentines. The, uh, Argentines. Yeah. Um, you want Hog Islands? The, a want and a have are two different things. No, a oh, want no, no, and no, a no, have. No, 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 no. You said no. have. I don't you said want have. <laughs> no, but you said have. I don't want them. You said no. You said <laughs> have. I have. Dominican I would much rather Boa, have a python. rainbow boas <laughs> and Argentines. I want a really nice pair of Hog Islands. Um, but that's it. I don't want I any want other boas after that. No, that's Viper it. Viper boas. No. Amarillai. I mean, no. <laughs> See? <laughs> listen, if, listen, on, if man. Keith, no, little, if Emerald Keith were, boas? never. Oh, uh, never. I can see, I can see you with, uh, never. Russian burger eye. If you like big, mean snakes, yeah, you, I, I hate, definitely. I had Amazon tree boas and they sucked. Well, they're like, bigger than me. <laughs> exactly. I don't want that. So oh, stop. Um, if if Keith were to like somehow have a head injury and he's like, oh, and yeah. take these Sanzinia, I probably would oh, let Sanzinia. him. Sanzinia. How can yeah. we forget those? I mean, yeah. come on, man. You're you bred the I don't Ma- even, Dominican Red Mountain Dominican Boas. Dominican yeah. Red Mountain Boas. Yeah, I did. Mm. So your coffee's coming from South America. It's been. Not, Ruth, no, Ruth. no. Wait, no. Isn't isn't false water cobras from South America, too? I, so even the colubrids you I decline to America. answer. <laughs> Most of my colubrids are from Asia. Like, you know. No. no come on. Stop. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. False water cobras. Rhinos. Barons racers. Rhinos. Where's Barons racers from? 
I, I don't know. <laughs> it's in the book. I don't. I I decline to answer such questions. But uh, Musaranas, I mean, therefore, I read I, it in but the book. You, but you, you have. I don't have those, but then like, but my Asian rat snakes, Chinese king rats, Vietnamese blue beauties, rhino rat snakes, mandarin rat snakes, and done. Okay, do they make coffee? Well, see, Rob is more of the Asian coffee guy. I'm not. All right, well, all right. Then they make tea mostly, right? Isn't it mostly? Isn't there? Yeah, I thought mostly that was the they grow a lot of tea and stuff over there. That's just shit coffee, man. That's coffee without can, too much can water. We, can we print that? Can we print that on a T-shirt and give it to Nipper? Tea? That's just crappy tea coffee. Just shit coffee. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Come on. He messaged on, me man. by the way after I talked about how he was gonna. Remember how I said he was gonna message me when I got bit by the false water cobra, and yeah. so that happened. He was like, "What okay. are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't." He, yeah, so, he gave you yeah. a proper knee slap. He did. He did. Yeah, okay, stingy leg slaps for all. Yeah, that's right. All right, enough of us babbling. Let's talk about herp in Indonesia. Yeah, what's up, William? How you doing? Yeah. Are you all recovered? Yeah. How's the yeah. jet lag? Yeah, it's not wasn't too bad. I almost slept almost the whole next day away. My God, <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, didn't want to move. That sounds like a Rob trip. Yeah. <laughs> So, this was a trip that you went on with Daniel Solis, right? Yeah, his uh, Jungle Diary thing yeah. he does. Yep, yep. Is that, so, that, is that that's like, the company that Zach goes with, or no? He goes one? with a okay. different. He goes with different guys. I right, think right. they're from uh, Europe. The okay, ones he goes with. That was something I didn't um, realize is how how big of an industry that was. I truly didn't realize how many people did those expeditions if you will you yeah. know that's a pretty big industry and i just i was completely unaware until i went on this trip and other people were talking about different groups they were going with and i was just like i didn't know it was this big <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's pretty large how many people, uh, what you're saying is that we need to start some sort of american one where people can come and tour rattlesnakes and stuff like that, that you yeah. could i guess yeah i mean, <laughs> sure you could you know, I don't know. I think people have a bad stigma when it comes to the states because of all the, um, you know, people see Yellowstone, so they see a bunch of Americans going up taking selfies with bison and trying to yeah. hug or touch an elk or a bear. You know, I mean, we, I mean, those we, those people, <laughs> those people are low hanging fruit on the Darwin tree, in right. my yes, opinion. Right. Say. Yeah, uh, quick, let me get this selfie with this grizzly bear. Okay, I mean, oh, go ahead. Man. This is gonna uh, end bad. Whatever bad. happens, happens. I'm not gonna stop it. Yeah. So I guess my first question, and maybe you answered this on the last show, but I'm gonna ask it again. So it's within this it's it's like number one, how did you hook up with these guys to go on this trip? And number two, what made you want to go here instead of say Australia or something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh so <laughs> Daniel I've done business with as far as getting snakes from him, sending him snakes. Cause he owns a pet oh, shop okay. out in California. So kind of gives you that foot in the door, you know, where that's why that's, that's why my, that's why I love this industry so much is cause it gives me opportunity. That's how I got to Africa too, was I was, I've sold snakes to people and you know, they, um, they always had like that, uh, you know, Hey, if you ever decide you want to come to Africa, hit, hit me up or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And so kind of gives you that, 
all you got to do is get over that mental barrier. I think a lot of like I've heard you guys used to say with Australia, you know, it's like that. Ah, put it yeah. off, put it off, put it off, and then you do it. It's the same kind of thing there too. I was just like, you know what? I'm only getting older. Haven't traveled, you know, overseas yet. Mm-hmm. Might as well just do it. You know, was the kind of mentality. So, was this your first trip like out of the states? Not, not this one. Okay. Africa last year was my first time. Yeah, cool. leaving. But yeah, no, it was still pretty fresher. I'm still pretty yeah. new at it. it. Wasn't like something I'm a veteran at or anything. But boy, it was, it was a lot of flights. So I. That's so I that's what uh, Daniel I've done business with a little bit and I knew he did this uh, jungle diary. I remember hearing about years ago, but I was always hesitant to really, you know, do, you know, go on one of them. And then one I would just ask him, I'd be like, hey, do you ever plan on doing Indonesia? You know, because that was, you know, me being a Python guy, it's either Australia or Indonesia. Or probably, you know, the places to go if you're into those kind of things, you know, right, so, right. I was, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do quite a, I do a handful of Indonesian trips and he threw one out there for this year. And I was like, man, I'm going to really try to make that go. The one kind of pain in the butt aspect of it is, and I don't know if other people are like this, but Daniel's self-employed. So mm-hmm. beginning of the year is usually when I fill out vacation and stuff. Right. So it's good to have an idea, okay, what are the dates so I can get those days off? Locked in, yep. You know, otherwise, yeah, then you're going to have to check, especially summertime, which is when this was, around that summertime where, you know, those days fill up really quick for a reason. You know, most people man. want those days off. So, and it was, I was like, man, you got to give me those days soon, man. You can't, I just, I can't just do it last minute, you know. I don't have that kind of privilege, unfortunately, so trying to get him to right. you know but he was it he got me the days and i was able to obviously get him but yeah it was that's that was the only kind of uh, part is i would have liked to have known earlier in the year you know what mm-hmm. days you had or what days were available but you know luckily he was able to make it work so it wasn't too <laughs> that, big of a problem that's the hard thing man like i i have to um my work we do our bidding next month for 2024 so i have to sit oh, down man. and figure out because i have i have uh i want to say i have a close to three weeks maybe but i like i have to figure out my my top 10 days and then right. the rest are up for grabs so i have to sit down and be like honey what are we doing okay cool hey rob <laughs> like what's what's going on can i right, right. like you know i gotta try to do this and be like all right well yeah i think i want to go on that trip so um, you got to kind of figure that out. And that could be something else that, you know, stuff falls through. Uh, Eric planned so far ahead for his Aussie trip, uh, pandemic ruined that for him. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, <I> know. <laughs> yeah, like that kind of shit. It, like it, it almost feels like you're, you're when I, when I booked it, when I, when I set up my time off for Australia, when I went, I was working with, for my dad. And then right before we left, in September, I changed jobs and I had to beg and plead because I was on a probationary period when I was supposed to be going to Australia and they could have uh. just said no. And I was prepared to quit that job. No. <laughs> I was going to I was going to be like, well, this has been fun. I'm going to go back to work for my dad. Like it was I yeah. was. Yeah, that was that was a problem. I was a little nervous about is because um, 
I didn't know the, how much time I was, I was always told I, I, someone, I, someone was probably messing with me, but somebody at work used to tell me when I was started, I always believed them for whatever reason was, you know, where I work, there's a lot of Hispanics and then a lot of whites. Well, they used to t- say the whole, the whites would get a, like two weeks and the Hispanics would get three weeks because if they go to Mexico to visit family, they get extra time or whatnot. And the trip was essentially two weeks plus a few days because of flights and all that. And I was like, shoot, man, I don't, I might just have to call in those days, you know, because I was like, I, I mean, two days, two, three days. It's like, oh, yeah, it's I'm no still big sick. Deal. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, it's, no, like, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. But no, they let me off. So it was all BS. It was never known nope. if it was true. So. <laughs> it, but it's, I don't, I don't know if I would have been like, oh, maybe can I have the whole rest of this week? It probably would have been pushing it. So. It, it it helps is that and this is something that we kind of did is that you know uh when my wife and I are going to England Scotland and we're leaving on like uh the last flight out of Philadelphia on a Friday night so that we arrive early you know Saturday morning and it's like well sometimes you got to do it that way too where it's like we can't take an extra day but you know what? I can I can maybe peace out two hours early so we can get our butts down to the airport and then just get on a plane. It, it's almost like you have to – having the travel time over some weekends does help, but it's, right. it eats into your herping time. Right. I, well, I, I, oh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, so that when you were talking about that, so I, I have to bring this up because mm. it was actually a big part of the the beginning of the journey was fucking flights, dude. Oh my God. I yeah. almost, I'm not going to lie. I almost called off the trip how bad my flights were. So I go from St. Louis to Chicago. I mean, that's, that's, it's like an hour flight. It's, it's yeah, yeah. not barely a flight, you know? Mm-hmm. So I get, I board the plane, get ready to go. The pilot gets on the intercom, goes, we got to turn back around windshield wiper isn't working and that's one of those optional things where they you know the pilot could go it's like ah, oh, we can wing it or not so but he roll down the window it. and wipe it right. off as you're flying well, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so we go back we go back <laughs> and we wait there for like an hour i luckily had a layover from chicago to it was then it would have been chicago to uh, tokyo and that layover was like five and a half hours so i had plenty of time to okay you know wait so an hour goes by, they get back, they say, all right, we got the windshield wiper working. Get back on there and then um, get ready to go again. Gets over the intercom. Windshield wiper quit working again. Dude, I was like, just, just like, who gives it? Yeah, I was, at this point, I was like, send your little crony out on the windshield yeah, or out fine. the window and just manually do it or something. Just, I was just, just losing got- my mind. How many so, instruments to fly this plane? Is it really going to be I, like, I don't know, we can't land. It's like, oh, come dude, on, dude. I was, I was losing my mind. And then, so we went back and then I was like, all right, if they don't figure it out, I'm going to I'm gonna have to change something because this is it. And then I wait there for probably another hour or maybe an hour and a half, something like that. And then they get a, the, someone, uh, they say, uh, the, the windshield wiper, we had to get the part, bring it in from Chicago, and then hire or bring also bring in the guy to work on the 
windshield wiper. I go, oh my god! Like, so why, does all, seem, why does it seem this, like a car mechanic, or is it like, hey man, right? you can't swap out your windshield wipers because the dude who has the little nut that we use to do that, he's on lunch break right now, so we can't put your windshield wipers on. Like I have right. had that happen to me at right. a freaking, and then I go home and I'm like, really, just snap it off, snap the right, new one in. Right. Like I don't, yeah, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Well, I was, I was like, all right, whatever. Get, so I had to get all my whole flight had to get changed. Jeez. So, so we get it changed, and I'm still going from St. Louis to Chicago. It's still my flight. So I finally board the plane. We take off. Like I said, this is an hour flight. We fly for 30 minutes, maybe almost 40 minutes. Oh, they no. say, hey, no, we have no, to no, take no. it. We have to land. We have to do an emergency landing. We're low on fuel, and the Chicago airport's a mess right now. So we land in Peoria, Illinois, which is like, I think it was a 20 minute flight. I could, I, man, if it was this big of a pain in the ass, I would have just had my dad drive me to Chicago Chicago, and it would have been the same time. And I was just like, oh my God, if this doesn't work. I'm just going to go home. I'm, I'm so glad we're, but we're once, low on fuel because we kept the plane running during that entire time. We were fucking with the goddamn right? windshield wiper. It's oh, like, dude. Jesus Christ. But then once, once I got to Chicago and it was a cluster, once that, once Chicago got all straightened out and it was, everything was a smooth sailing then. But dude, the, that Chicago, I've, I've never been so, uh, was like, it, O'Ha- I, was it O'Hare? Yeah, O'Hare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't agree, realize man. how bad it was. O'Hare's the past bad. couple of years, the past couple of years, any kind, even traveling just in the U.S., man, it's just been a pain in the ass. Like, yeah. just a total oh. pain in the was, ass. I was, uh, I was delayed five hours in Dallas when I was going out to Herp, uh, Arizona. And I was just like, I guess I'm just going to sit here. And there was right. nobody in the airport. It was the... The emptiest I've ever seen a major airport. And I'm like, what is happening here? I think those international ones, though, really, I don't know. I've been on, what, four? And, like, Mm. you know, if they're late at all, it's just, it gets stressful because you got a connecting flight to the connecting flight. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You're like, oh, my God. (laughs) I I hope this isn't on the whole other side of the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Daniel got us with that. Oh, that was a. This it was a it was a domestic flight. It wasn't even an international flight. He got us good. He guys better hurry. They're about the border. They're about uh, done boarding and everything. We're running through this airport, and it's like I'm talking 200 feet just running. And then he just like, oh, uh, they uh, shut the door. We can't. We won't make it. Don't worry about running. Then we get to the. We finally make that turn to where they're at, and we just see Daniel just smiling there. And I go, oh. this, this cocksucker. Oh, this I'd, cocksucker lied to us just uh, to get I'd, us to run. I'd buy uh, a soda just to throw it at him. Like, oh, yeah, oh, no. God. Uh, he's a jokester. He was, he was <laughs> fucking – he loves fucking with people when he had shit. So uh, does he book all the flights? He takes uh, yeah, all like, the – so yeah. we, we do all the – we do the main flight to – like say the destination for everyone to meet was in Jakarta. Mm-hmm. We booked okay. those flights. He booked all the small flights. So okay. from Jakarta to like Bali and then Bali to Flores, he booked those, the two flights there, there and back to uh, Jakarta. 
I would imagine that that's like where you need the help. That would be my mm-hmm. thinking, right? Because if you right. have somebody that knows the, you know, knows how right. to work in that environment, then. Yeah. And it's just easier just to get everyone's tickets. It's like six of us there too. So he's getting everyone's tickets at once. And we, you know, so we're all together and we don't have to worry about no one getting mixed or lost or anything right. like that. You know, so. I was always curious with those things. Do you have, do you guys like, is it like he puts up, we're going here, here and here. And then that's how, you know, is there like a list of species yeah, that, that and, you look and for? Itinerary or, or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. For species wise, he usually has a target, you know, everyone, I think everyone for the most part has their own targets. They want to hit, but Daniel's right. kind of, you know, he's like for, what was it? Java or Java Jakarta. It didn't really, there wasn't too many. I think it was more like the dragon snake. Mm, yeah. We saw the dragon snake. That oh, was a cool. pretty big target. That's that was cool. Pretty, yeah, that was neat. That was really, really neat. And um, then uh, Bali was the king cobra, to see the king cobra. And then okay. obviously Komodo being, you know, the dragons, you know. Right. So. Right. I mean, you're in the area. You got to go right. see the dragons. Yeah. Oh, and they're everywhere, too. Good. <laughs> yeah. That would, that would upset me if I got to the island. I'm like, where are these giant-ass lizards? Like, no, no, oh, no. I want to see it. I want to see it right when I get off the my hand, my feet hit sand. I want to see it. Yeah. What was the total flight time? Awesome. Minus the windshield wiper fiasco. Yeah, right. Yeah, if nothing was crazy, everything was fine. Yeah. It was like a little over a day, day and five hours, something like that. I think somewhere. Yeah, it was wasn't. Australia is just you guys are probably even yeah, worse, yeah. right? <laughs> don't um, you go from don't you go from like well Japan, Thailand, somewhere, and then or do you just go straight nah, to L.A. to Brisbane? L.A. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. That's yeah. what Daniel had. Daniel had a flight from Jakarta to Queensland, or I think it was Queensland, and then some. I could be wrong. Somewhere in Australia, and then to L.A. And I go, huh. I flew out of Texas one time to go to, I think it was San Antonio, if I'm not mistaken. Flew okay. out of there. That was the mm-hmm. first trip. That took us to Cairns. And then the second trip was out of Cal- out of L.A. And then the last trip was out of Canada, which is the <laughs> fucking worst. Yeah, he's <laughs> mad about Canada. Yeah, he, he yeah he's that, not a fan of Canada was- anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's not Canada. It's Canadian airport. I can't say that nope. the U.S. is much better, but maybe that's why. I don't know. No, but it's like <laughs> sometimes to get on some of those bigger international flights, it's like your smaller yeah. ones afterwards. It's like you will now sit here and wait for however long it takes for you to get here. If you, if it's not a direct, you could totally get mussed up with so, that kind of stuff. I would say that Australia total is probably like 18 hours. But 18 yeah it's, yeah it's weird Sounds because of similar. how the time the time yeah. difference change yeah. You know? yeah 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 okay so yeah. it's it's around the same that's that's yeah. not too bad you know um so what was it i mean this was your first time hitting indonesia what was what was your what was your in your mind what it was going to be and then when you got there was it the same like yeah did, did uh, it hit the same uh it was yeah i'd say so but the one thing I was a little, I guess, because it's their dry season is mm-hmm. when, I mean, you couldn't really, outside of it didn't rain in like Java and uh, Bali. 
I were very rarely rained. I think it only rained in Java when I went home. Right when I went to fly out is when it rained pretty good. But other than that, as far as I can remember, it never wasn't hardly any rain going on compared to what I would have imagined. So I'm uh, I'm assuming it was their well, I know it was a dry season because Komodo was really dry, mm, really right. dry. You know, yeah. Was it what was it like? What did the temperature shock you? Uh, did it? It was yeah. It was humid. Whenever as soon as I got off that plane, it was. Whoop, Humid hmm. humidity just smacked me in the face. I was like, "Who feels like Florida or something like that?" <laughs> you know, it was, it, it smacked you for sure. But no, it wasn't. Sound like the U.S. got hotter though, is what it sounded like. I was hearing everyone back home saying it was a hundred and five yeah. or hundred. Yeah. it wasn't yeah. that. It wasn't that miserable or anything. But it was. I mean, it was still nice and humid for sure. So, okay. but no, it was. Um, Unfortunately, I missed because of all my plane plane situation. I missed one whole day there, and that people were fine. They were doing uh, city herping, and they found a lot of uh, they found some vipers. I couldn't believe how many vipers though we found throughout the trip. It was ridiculous, hmm. just insane. But then um, they found a water dragon, which is weird because okay. you know I just assumed. Water dragons were going to be, or not water dragons, oh my God, water monitors, sorry. Right. They saw a water monitor, and I always just assumed water monitors are going to be more common because of how much just people and their food and everything get thrown around all over the place. That's that's probably the one thing that was the most discouraging, I think, is the amount of trash, I think, yeah. would really... It, it would honestly that's the only way I could describe it is it just was kind of discouraging when you see the like the their rivers or their creeks or you know ponds that just had trash in them and you're just mm. like oh but I mean it, yeah. Jakarta Jakarta isn't a touristy place it seemed like the more touristy it got the more it was still trash but it was a bit quite a bit more cleaned up. Mm. what just you know because they want to make it look nicer for the tourists but yeah java was a java was a bit of trash but i mean still tons of herps i mean geez uh yeah i saw quite a bit of quite a bit of stuff but like pythons i was i figured retics would have been all over the place because just you know they they tend to you know Water monitors and retics tend to really do well in human habitat, so I figured there would have been more of them. But like People I said, find them by accident. Yeah, right, right. Well, there was a retic under a bridge, but I wasn't there. That was that was oh. we were we were um or I wasn't there. They were just uh, city herp, and they said that's when they left. Is when they said someone found a retic under the bridge. But yeah, I didn't get into, didn't end up seeing that, but. Bali made up for it. That's where I got to see the retic. Uh, cool. But uh, yeah, well, we did a lot of mountain herping though. In Java, we went up in the mountains, and that was that was more my style because it was nice and cool. Yeah, you know, okay. I, I like the nice, cool habitats. Those are saw some. You know what was funny is we stayed at a lodge up there, and early in the morning I'd get up and I would just go out on the deck and I would hear these noises. And in my head, I thought bird, right? Just for whatever right. reason, bird came to mind. Then later on, the later on, I kind of walked up to the front of the, the the lodge, and 
one of the natives said, you hear the gibbon? I thought, that's what that was. I, I was. They were hanging out. They were actually hanging out in front of the place instead okay. of behind where I was. So I missed the gibbons. So oh. I ended up getting to see any of them. <clears throat> Damn, that would have been cool, too. Like, you know, it's one of those. Of course, we're looking for snakes. But, you know, I, right. I'd have been excited to see a gibbon, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, seeing any wildlife is cool. Yeah, right? you know, obviously I'll take anything. You know. I, I nearly drove the car off the road when we saw a kangaroo. When we saw an echidna in, yeah. uh, in <laughs> right. Australia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, that's cool. Well, tell us about the retech. I mean, you know, let's 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 start there. Like, what? Yeah. Was, what was it like? How did you find it? What was it doing? You know, oh, what was man. your feeling like when you actually saw a wild retech? You know, that kind uh, of stuff. So the so when we were herping. Mm. We would just herp, they would have, so we went to Bali is where we found the retake. And the, in Bali, we were, we hooked up with the Bali Reptile Rescue, I believe is what the organization is. And they kind of would help us around the area and they would actually help us herp and everything. And that's a, that's a huge benefit, man. When you go on these trips and you have, you know, I'm sure, I don't know with Australia, did you guys get any, locals or anything helping you guys just man it up do it yourself type, um <laughs> couple, well the first trip both. we kind of did it ourselves the second yeah. trip we had gavin bedford help us and okay. yeah the third yeah. trip we That's had scott and Ty. Do it. <laughs> i i i don't think we would have found the the uh darwin without gavin because our dumbasses walked underneath it at least six that, times that happened quite a bit yeah you would yeah. just walk and you wouldn't you know, for whatever reason, you just weren't paying attention. I've, yeah. I've done that a few times this trip. You just walk by fucking, I don't know, what would it be, like a vine snake or something right above your head or something yeah. like that. But some stuff you would see, you would literally see some stuff so much, you'd just be like, all right, it's another, that's cool. Yeah. I've seen enough. Dude, that, we saw that many vipers. It was that <laughs> wow. crazy. We were just like. All right, I'm done seeing vipers. You get tired anyway, of vipers, yeah. <laughs> right. But anyways, we were um we were in a field, we were in a cornfield when mm. we saw the retic. And we would all, you know, when we would herp, we would like go almost like a line. It was like just a uniform line. And I kind of was just like I'm like right in the middle. I'm looking at literally everything all these other guys are doing. I was just like, I'm gonna be the rebel. I'm going across to the other side of this field. <laughs> so I just wandered over there, didn't see anything. And I was just, and I probably was wandering for a few hours and I was just like, okay, probably should start heading back. But I was so far away that people were yelling. We found a retake. Cause everyone for the most part knew what everyone was trying to look for. They knew I was trying to look mm -hmm. for pythons and stuff. So they knew, well, Will's really going to want to see this, <laughs> but we don't know where Will is. Where Will is, so yeah, all right. They're yeah. screaming, they're yelling for me and stuff, and I I didn't hear a word they said, so I, I must have been a lot further than I thought, but I eventually made it over there to them, and uh, they had the retake. They got all the all the um, energy was, out of it, I guess. Uh, they yeah. said it was, it was lighting a, lot, a few of them up before I got there. Because so. once I got there, it was real chill and mellow didn't have wasn't it wasn't trying to bite or nothing let them go first and then you can handle right. it afterwards yeah they'll, right. they'll that's smart it, yeah well it was a pretty small one it was only it's probably oh i don't know maybe two feet a little over two feet so it wasn't it wasn't a monster or nothing like right. that so 
It was really pretty too, man. That thing was yeah, really, was. really so pretty. I was has has seeing a retic now in the wild or having found it in its natural habitat, has that kind of changed your thinking with retics a little bit or how you would approach their care or anything like that? Uh Maybe not so much care as much as what they're willing to tolerate. I was taking okay. temperature readings of like the area yeah. and it was like 74, 76 is it where it'd fluctuate. So, I mean, it would get kind of cool, but it would be mm-hmm. like 85 or 88% humidity. I mean, it'd be really humid, but it would stay relatively cool, which was pretty interesting. So the retake was cool. cooler than cooler than i think most people you know realize yeah, that, man. you know they'll they're tougher than people think you know it, yeah, was, I'm pretty it sure. was a total it was a pretty big yeah, maybe not huge but it was a bit different contrast in a than the uh uh timor that we saw that was a bit different you know as far mm-hmm. as its environment you know considering the retake and all so, what was the uh, what time of day did you find it? Was it daytime, nighttime? Night. It was night. night. It was probably nighttime. it was probably probably nine o'clock or so. And that was the thing okay. too. Was you know the sun came up at six. It went down at six every day. Didn't change. <laughs> it was same thing. You know. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's twelve twelve. Yeah. So they yeah, didn't. I think I think when I first saw my first python. It was a it was the jungle carbon and it was like seventy degrees, right? And it mm-hmm. clicked in my head. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> we cool them to seventy degrees. So right, does right. that even matter? Like <laughs> you know, like think about it. I, I remember we, I, I think we were talking to Balin when he was on or whatever, and we were yeah. talking about seventy degrees, and it was like if you don't go down to seventy like if you did seventy five, yeah, you seem to not have and this was years ago. So maybe there was other factors in play, right? We were less experienced in breeding carpets and stuff. But anyway, it was like if you took them to 75, you didn't. I remember the one year I didn't have any success. And I was like, mm-hmm. what did you take it to? And it was like 75 because I was nervous about taking it any lower. I don't right. know why. I just had in my head right. like, oh, a python needs to be warm, you know. And then, you know, we, I started taking them to 70 and I had more success. But I think for me, it was like when I went there, I was like, it doesn't even really feel cold. It doesn't feel necessarily cold to me. Maybe that's right. the humidity that was in play, too, you know. Right. Um, but it was it was cool. It was it right. was comfortable, but it yep. wasn't cold, per se. But at the I same mean, time, I'm thinking like, well, is it really temperature that that's like that's driving this is it you know seems to be pretty this way (laughs) you know like with scrubs i'm thinking well the humidity has to play a factor in this and i would imagine that from what you're talking about it's similar to what you're experiencing when you're there with the retail you know yeah well you know i think the the believe it or not the what it i don't know if they still are big proponents of it but i remember years ago they used to talk um they uh listening to monitor people talk about it but when they used to say they never would drop or shut off their heat i go Mm -hmm. dude when i went to komodo it would be fairly not cold but 80 degrees you know high 70s 80 degrees at least the nights i were i was there and even the caves that the komodos would hide in i mean they'd still i mean maybe 80 probably depending on the kind of cave they're in if they're in like a cave with bats it's you know, or a burrow. I mean, it had to be within the eighties and I'm just sitting there going, 
and people put leave them at 120 mm-hmm. degrees day and night and yeah that 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 in my head started playing whenever because i i knew we were going to talk about this but that that was probably the one thing and i don't even keep monitors but i do remember hearing a lot of monitor people talking about you know not dropping them or anything like or not you know giving them a cool or whatever it is they and need just, that yeah and i'm just like man i i just cannot believe that's a thing i don't i don't know i i almost wonder if if your monitors are having issues is it a viral issue is there like a virus that's going on in the monitors is why you're having an issue because i mean clearly they're handling it fine in the wild you know i mean yeah both well, or, yeah. i was in the same habitat with drag the dragons and water monitors and it would you know it's I, with I think Bali, I mean, they'd be dealing with that same temperature that retic was. So that's why I'm just like, yeah, it just seems weird to me. I, I think it's know. like the bread lie thing. It's like they can go down, but as long as they have the opportunity to warm up properly to the proper body right. temperature yeah, yeah, yeah. and can do it the way that they're supposed to, you don't have a problem. Like, I don't necessarily think like I think one of the big problems is uh, what is it? People always um, used to just do one spotlight bulb for a monitor and now you have to spread it out so they don't burn themselves. And right, it's like, right. all right, yeah. So if they have a little bit of a lower temp everywhere else, so long as they can heat up properly, that's the way to go. And I think that's what I've kind of done with all my carpets. And I, and I want to say the, the tipping point is that when we found the water python, when we went to Darwin, yeah, we were covered in sweat, but it wasn't like it was uncomfortable. It was yeah. like, sweating was doing what it was supposed to be doing it was cooling us off and it was kind of drain it was kind of rainy and it had gotten down toward the sun and gone down so it was comfortable and that's when we found the freaking snake moving around not right, earlier right. when it was bright daylight at a hundred something degrees like it right was, right that's, so, that's when i wish i would have saw more pythons during the day that was the one down we didn't do a whole lot of day herping it was mainly night i mean we do a little bit of day herping especially in komodo because that was the only time you would see the dragons mm-hmm. was it during the day but yeah i that was i didn't get any opportunity to see anything and during the days python wise and that was what i really wanted to get temperatures of to see what microclimates they were hiding in mm-hmm. or where they yeah. were keeping trying to stay i guess cool because like you said there's just no way they're going to be out in yeah. daylight in the you know heat you know bearing on them 24 but that's what we expect hours. we expect to find them sitting out on a rock right. basking in the glory of that because that's what the picture was in the book right, the right. they, they put yeah. the snake on right. the rock to take right. the yes. picture like they found him over there in an old car tire like it was so uh, that's what it is is like if you're herping for snakes during the day you're either surprising them where they live or they came out to soak up a little bit of warmth before they went to go hide and you caught them right. then. Yep. So, yep. I mean, it's, I now offer a nighttime drop for my guys year round. Right. Like, you know, it dips. And I've started to start working that into yearlings, you know, one, because I think it's better for them Two, It gives my electric bill a goddamn break. <laughs> So proud of you. Shut up. Uh, right. <laughs> I still haven't touched the baby. I so, you know, a couple more years. That. All right. Shouldn't the babies chill down too? No. Right, no. Right. Monster. <laughs> I haven't uh, done the babies yet. Uh, give me a couple think, more years. I think the thing, though, the only thing that, that still is in my brain, and it's like, you know, uh, 
you guys sort of hit mm-hmm. on these points variable, like in various things that you just said. But like, number one, what is it doing during the day? If you're seeing mm-hmm. it at night, you know, where's it going? Where's it hiding out? What are those temperatures? Because maybe they're in a microhabitat somewhere. And it's like, you know, for me, the closest I got to that was when we were out in Chiligo. You know, you, you're in the outside of the cave. It's like, you know, it's like a hundred degrees you go inside the cave it's like 70 degrees and much cooler you know so my thinking was although we didn't find it i bet you aunt Teresa are hanging out in those caves you know just chilling and waiting for the sun to go down so that they can come out because it's just too hot outside like it seems like because we do we do like like our herping trips are usually nonstop all day, right? So we're usually right, doing yes. some type of hike during the day, even if we're not necessarily looking for snakes per se. Um, we're and I got a question about that too, looking for them. So I'm going to put a pin in that for a second. But how you approached them, because uh, I'm curious about how like a like a group like that goes. You know, because do you walk right up on it, or do you are you looking how, slowly through the how, thing? Like some there's trains of thought. How he approached just, it. Is the exact way we approached it, like a small toddler running after a ball, <laughs> arms extended all the way, going like this because yeah. it's yeah, and you just run but right think, at the animal. Yeah, but uh, but I think like you know it's hard too because you're going there for a week and you're getting this snapshot of this time frame of what that animal would experience and maybe it fluctuates throughout the year differently right, than, right. than what we're thinking you know so it's like i don't know we always worry i always worry about that me and rob have talked about that going to australia and say the off time you know like hmm. during their winter to see what's going on to see you know probably that would be a diamond python trip or something but, like how but how pissed right. would you be if you go and found nothing well that's the thing right <laughs> yeah it's like you could go you all can't just do that find like, nothing <laughs> yeah so you got to sort of optimize your 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 time you know so i can go check out that's the perfect spot near me in december and i've just wasted an afternoon yeah. you guys go to australia on the off season I, how much money is that? And then you come back with nothing. Yeah. I'd be pissed. Uh, so yeah, that retic man was beautiful, beautiful. Was, how oh, did yeah. it handle as opposed to uh, like a? How did it a feel like was it Hardier, almost. Yeah, I. I mean, it was. The problem is, it was a young retic, so it still yeah. had you know yeah. most people. Most people's young retics are usually pretty similar, you know, still pretty lean. If it was an adult, it could have been. A, it was probably would have been a totally different story. Mm, but right. yeah, no, it was. It was still. It was fit, you know. Had a good little scar on top of its head, you know. Nice. It was. <laughs> Somebody nice, tried to eat him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> someone tried to give it a go, you know. But yeah, that's. Yeah, it was. It was. It for a young animal, it was pretty beat up. It was nothing like the Timor python. That Timor python had it looked like it had some wars under its belt. You know, that oh, thing yeah. was, you know, that thing was old. You could tell it had some age to it. But yeah. So you found the retic in Bali and you found yep. the Timor where? Uh, Ranka. Ranka. It's it one of the islands, you know, one yeah. of the many islands around the Komodo. So. Right. So what was that like? What was, yeah. what was the feel was of that? Herping that that one, which was that better. One, <laughs> the, real, well, the the Timor I was more involved in because I actually was. I mean, so we went to, and this is I remember I heard remember he's talking about the cave. I think caves are really interesting for reptiles, man, mm-hmm. because they we went to the same cave earlier on, and we went in there, and it was like it was almost midnight, and there were still tons of bats in this cave, right in mm-hmm. the middle of the night. And obviously during the day they'd be in there too, or more of them would be in there. And, 
you know, Daniel made a, Daniel was saying, you know, something like, you know, we really need to hit this cave as soon as the sun goes down. This cave might be the ticket to finding a Timor python, you know? Okay. And um, so a few days later, we go back to the, it was literally the last day of, on, in Komodo. We, I mean, we beeline straight to that cave. I mean, we were no stopping, no looking at nothing else. We just straight to this cave. Well, but prior to this, we, we did stop. We were on a, when we were on the boat, we went to Fox Island where all the flying foxes leave the, this That's island. That's awesome. You know, fly out. Yeah. And um, we we saw that. So we didn't actually go there right as soon as the sun went down. It was maybe an hour or so afterwards. But we, I mean, we beeline straight to it, went right into this cave and wandering around. And then, I mean, it had to have been 20 feet, eh, maybe 17, 18 feet up. There was a hole of one of the holes of the like an exit hole on top of this cave and you just see the timor python kind of right on the edge just not in a striking position but just kind of maybe just sit i'm assuming it was getting ready to hunt mm-hmm. and uh so as soon as we saw it we ran back up you know just hauled ass as fast as we could just to at least keep an eye on it because you were talking about what we do when we see the animals. Well, I'm usually there, you know, when you go on these expeditions, you're, you're there with a bunch of photographers. They want to try mm-hmm. to get the picture right then. And they're unmolested. Right. So right. we don't touch it. We just, unless it's like going, like it's in the water or somewhere where it's, it's about to leave. Yeah. You know, it's going to leave. Then we grab it. But other than that, we try to leave it there and um, not mess with it. And personally, if I'm going to get any temperature data, I like to try to get it right where the animal's resting not moving but resting you know yeah moving but um yeah we're just sitting there we're just we're waiting until everyone gets their pictures honestly if we would have waited i wish we would have waited a little longer because i almost wonder if we would have gotten actual uh hunting uh hunting you know grabbing these bats because man i'm telling you these cave systems are like a gold mine for snakes and stuff i mean you have food access almost all the time until the cave dries up for, if there was to dry up for whatever reason, you know, food source moves away. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I mean, for those, the two times we went to that, that those caves, I mean, there was always bats in there, man. And I couldn't help but think it's like, man, this is, this would be perfect for any snake, you know, to just, yeah. that's big enough to eat a, eat a uh, bat. But the, I mean, the, and the Timor Python would have had to eat in like five or six of them, you know, because I mean, they're they the bats obviously aren't very big in these caves, so I mean, they would have been eating a number of them. You yeah, know? but if you just like it, it's the perfect kind of an ambush because you just set right. up and they they have to come back. Oh, like, Daniel, it, Daniel got a picture of a bat flying right by the the Timor oh, Python. I mean, dude. wow. Yeah, I mean, he you got a picture of it, you know. That's Man, cool. My- my brain starts to go when you say things like this. And this is sort of like what fascinates me about herping. But I think like, man, so that, that Timor Python is probably eating, like you're saying, eat five, six bats at a shot. Right. Mm-hmm. And is it, is it doing that for multiple days? And I think about like what we've learned about Python digestion and how their system kind of shuts down and then right, right, right. back up. And like, you know, when it's in that, 
perfect spot where, you know, it's on point and digestion is going and are they just gorging themselves with smaller meals? So it makes me think yeah. like it, well, are, are maybe, I, I, again, I don't know the, 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 what those bats are like if they're, you know, um, seasonal or whatever if they're constantly there Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like is it a seasonal thing where these bats show up and they're in these caves and then all of a sudden or maybe there's young bats so they're flying there's more all over the place or maybe they're mating or whoever knows but like whatever is causing that but to your point you see that a lot you see that with boas we saw that with anteresia we see that with carpets retics colubrids colubrids will do it too yeah Yeah, i mean Yeah. yeah It, so it's like it's like the humidity's perfect, the temperatures are perfect. The you know you got a free food source, you have water that's right there available to you. you nobody's really like coming in. That's the predator because of you know the I guess the ammonia stuff that sort of yeah. keeps that stuff out <laughs> coming right, in and getting right, you. Right. But like I don't know, man. I just think like it just makes me think about how much we don't know about pythons that we oh, think yeah. we know. We're snakes, you know. Yeah. I mean, just look at. I think like um, I, I'm hoping I'm really hoping to be able to do this trip because I'm really curious to see it in person. But uh, Daniel's doing a Kalatoa trip to go see, you know, obviously the the retics in the cave. <laughs> and Dan, Daniel's seen he That's he went cool. to uh, he went to all of them the Madu, uh, Karampa, Karampa, whatever. They're both Karampa Islands mm-hmm, and. Right. Um, um, and then obviously Kalatoa and, uh, he said, you know, out of the 30 plus retakes he's seen only three would be outside of a cave. You know, all wow. the other ones would stay in this cave. They would eat numerous rats or rats, numerous bats, but they wouldn't, you know, they weren't eating like these giant prey items. And I can't help but think when I see these people feeding their, you know, just these, Pigs. any other yeah, <laughs> like eggs and stuff and i'm just like dude you that's just such a dense prey source you know i mean why why weren't why wouldn't birds be something you would immediately think of Chicken. trying to feed yeah. you know and it and there, i mean the and he's he he was like yeah these things are eating like you know five kind of like the team or probably would probably was eating uh three five six bats at a time you know so it's it's, it's very much the um and I keep using that water python that we saw in Darwin as the example of like, this is how big it could get. Should it? Probably right. not, but it could. So, right. Well, that's what I was going to ask is Dan, like with the trips have you, I don't know if you've talked to him about this or if this kind of discussion came up, but like as comparing, say like a mainland retic to your point, which would probably be more where human habitation is. Right. So you're seeing right. like these, animals that are exposed to pets and you know rats things like that rats. bigger prey and, things yeah. and and bigger prey items and god even mm. sometimes people uh but right 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 <laughs> is this why they're so big and say like these you know what we would what? call dwarf retics? well i think that's i think that's why when you look at like a, the jampanzas clay that's why their heads are so narrow they, they don't they don't need these big heads like the the big mainlands like in sumatra or Sulawesi or you know right. uh, Malaysia would need to eat these big big mammals you know they have these you know the big birthing hips if you will you know mm-hmm. they gotta they right. gotta have big heads to be able to swallow those big prey items that's why when like I had mainland retics you know they got the big big boofy heads and you know even my uh, Maluku retics they got the big boofy heads but the 
the Jampanzas clade has these really coffin-shaped small heads. In my mind, that must mean these things can't be eating just gigantic prey items. They It just makes more sense to me that they're specializing in multiple smaller items. If they Because why have a big head if you're not going to utilize it to eat big prey, you know? Right. So right. In my head, it's it, that's what makes the most sense. And Daniel kind of, you know... I mean, that was that was my thinking when it came to white lips, too. It's like right. they have such that narrow kind of snout. It's like may, maybe you shouldn't be taking these giant things. It's almost like having right. a, a smaller bird diet or just smaller rats less frequent helps out with that kind of stuff. Right. So, right. Um, you were going to say, Daniel, what? I, th- I think it, you know, Daniel doesn't get as much credit for in the retic community as I think he should because, you know, and it, it, it kind of frustrates me too because it's like we rely on these quote unquote experts, but yet none of these quote unquote es- experts have ever been to these places. I've <laughs> never right. seen, seen none of these, these animals. things, right? And yet, yeah. and yet they speak with such authority, you know, like, but. And it, but they'll say like, oh, well, I talked to a guy in Indonesia and stuff. But it's like that's totally different when you're talking to a guy than when I'm meeting that same guy you're talking to in right. person. He's taking me to see these animals, right? You know? And I, yeah. I, I just I don't know. There's like this big disconnect, and it's not just the retic. I don't mean to pick on the retic. The ball python community is just as bad, but it's like yeah. this this lack of interest. And I, I will say that's probably the biggest thing that's really grown on me is just. You know, if if you truly have an interest in a species, unless it's literally impossible to get to, why wouldn't you want to try to see those species get hands on experience? Even if even if you look at it as a business aspect, you are that's like a leg up compared to most of your, you know, I, I hate to say it, but you're like your competitors, you know, that have yeah. no experience with these animals, have no, no, virtually nothing, barely know where they're even coming from, you know. I don't know. They regurgitate the, like you were saying about like the expert. It's like, well, I am an expert because of what I observed in these animals that were acting a certain way in the boxes that I put them in, in the continental United States. It's like, but, and you're trying to connect that with what you hear are the observations that people make about the animal in the wild. Why wouldn't you go and make your own observations? Right. Right. And, and then, then there's the like this, place. there's like this thrill too. not even just, just in a, like a personal, like, man, I actually seen something I yeah. work with in the wild. And it's like this almost revigors a lot of like the, you know, it, it almost it, enthusiasm for that species, you know, of new appreciation, yeah. you know, it helps. Cause otherwise right. you just like, I'm not, I'm not keeping shelves of Tupperware or anything like that. It's like, <laughs> right. okay. It's like, it, it right. helps. Helps re- rejuvenate, revigor, and it's like uh, you, know, you see the animal. It's like I have an appreciation for blackheads that I thought I'd never have because I've seen. Right. I don't <laughs> have any, but I have a really solid appreciation for them. Right? So. Yeah, man. Imagine, imagine if more green python people actually seen these animals in the wild. I bet and you watch have, them do bet, their thing. Well, yeah. and then see, make, see their actual size. You know, then you, maybe you'd have a whole different outlook on the speak because apparently they don't they don't care what daniel has to say but you know there, i don't know there is <laughs> something there's something about observing a healthy breeding animal in the wild 
Right, right, right. And then going home and being like, because I remember being at Crocosaurus Cove and they had rough scale pythons. And I thought, dear Lord, mine are so small. I can't believe, I don't know what I've done. They need to be so much bigger. And then I go home and I'm like, maybe they don't. Maybe that zoo was just kind of overfeeding. And then I yeah. got the eggs and I'm like, all right, fuck the zoo. Like there's different right, parts right, of that right. kind of – if I had found a rough scale python in the wild sitting on eggs, you know, it would have been like, cool, whatever's happening right here, I must recreate. So, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, so. I think – man, you guys are hitting on all cylinders for me. Like a couple things that I think of when you say that. Number one, like I think that um, – I was always addicted to the hunt with buying mm. snakes, right? Right, like right, the right. hunt of finding that one animal that you've been looking for forever that's from this lineage or this person or whatever the case would be, right? Um, and that's sort of been replaced with, you know, actually hunting for snakes, you know? Right, and, right, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing is, like, I just had to reset my whole train of thought in mm. right. how reptiles are and and shit even just turpin the u.s all over the place just my whole idea of how reptiles work and there's something about too when you're going with a group of people that you really can get along with and 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 you start to you know somebody will say they'll have a question or something that pops up as you're walking down the field looking for whatever and next thing you know you're starting to think in different ways because you're actually in that environment you're actually right, looking right, around yeah. and, and getting a feel for like what does it feel like what's the weather like where's the sun is there is there cover that you can get to or right. what do you think the snake would be doing if it was you know uh, yeah i don't know just tons of shit go through your mind and you realize we really don't know much and i guess right. that snakes especially a lot of the pythons that we work with probably ball pythons carpet pythons retics all those i hear the retic guys say all the time about how adaptable they are and how forgiving of keeper errors they are and i think like we think that we have it figured out because it kind of works right, right we kind of right, have right. like so these little kind of problems that happen once in a while and i was just listening i can't remember what podcast and it doesn't matter but i was listening to somebody talk about producing a clutch and they're just like oh well I don't know. This just sounds different to me now for some reason, but I've used to listen to it. I know I've said it like, yeah, I bred this female this year. She's egg bound. And, you know, this one had an respiratory infection and this one, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's just like, nah, nah, it just happens. You know, it's just how it goes. And it's just like, really? Does is it? it? Yeah. Is it? it, like, is it? <laughs> you know, not to say yeah. that, you know, any, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, oh, well, then you have to have UV and you have to have, uh, you know, uh, isopods running around in the tank that you have. I'm not saying that. But at the same time, it's like, well, maybe we do think about this wrong because, I, I mean, you you, pro you guys probably both remember years ago. It was always like, what was the standard Python keeping? 90 degree hotspot. Yes. 85 yep. degree yep. ambient. Yep. Like, that it was, is so wrong. That is so hot. Right, it's right, like, right. We, we, yeah. we, we, we've, we've, and, and I've say this to people. It's like, we've, I can tell you till I'm blue in the face, how I do things and how I've had success and how I've done all these things. Most of the time, sometimes you're going to repeat what I do, but a lot of times you're going to need to fuck up on your own before you come to realize that there's a reason I'm telling you that I've done these things or done all that stuff. So it's like, but it's almost like we can skip all that and go straight to the successful part because 
we've experienced what it is in there, what the temperatures are, what's going on in there. So it, it's we have it yeah. backwards some of the time. Right. right. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, um so what was the, the did you handle the team or was it was it oh, did it did it oh, shit on you, bite you? That's yeah. The, no, that was that was the odd part is is I would I remember I would talk to every or tell people because, like I said, I was the only Daniel liked pythons, but he was still more he was more into the venomous stuff. He liked right. that's what he really wanted to see. I was the python guy. I really just want I could this is going to sound bad, but I could have cared less for the komodos. I really wanted to see the Timor python. Uh, that's big what I was lizard, yeah. <laughs> I go, man, I see it at zoos. I was like, oh, I just looks I mean, like the other cool ones. See, yeah, they were cool to see in person. You know, the one thing I will say about a dragon is those fuckers are fast. Like, I that thing cleared 30 feet and literally a snap of the finger. It went from a deflated tire to it saw this smaller dragon pulling meat out of a tree and immediately hauled ass over there. I Jesus. saw how fast Shit. that was, and I go, not going near this. I'm good here. <laughs> I'm, go, I'm, I'm good here. I'm well, good here. Yep. Like, uh... They, we would all get pictures with like the the uh, the uh, the spitters, the spitting cobras, and the king cobra, and even them, they didn't like. I had a healthy respect. We didn't. What was his name? We didn't Chandler the snake. You know, we weren't molesting <laughs> it like that. Oh, dude! They, hey, we were hey, we were there with a YouTuber, another YouTuber, and he. Uh-huh. We were just. It was nothing but jabs the whole time. About you're not gonna, you're not gonna like, free handle a cobra not, in the middle no, of nowhere. No, no, yeah, no. Weird. But we would, you know, we we I, you know, we'd get pictures with it. It wasn't bad. They were, you know, as long as you respected the animal, it was. They were just fine. But those dragons, man, there was no way I was going to get the pictures I was wanting to get with. I wanted to take like you know the some some pretty goofy like the, picture. I'm one of those guys that like lean getting, over the well, lean like, over I'm the dragons. I'm one of those guys I like taking goofy pictures. If you know mm. the people I hang out with, I like goofy pictures. But I was like, absolutely no way, <laughs> no, because I'm one of those guys. I have like an idea of doing like a like some kind of silly underwear pose near it. But I was like, there's no way. No, no. There's I'm not no getting. I'm not. I'm not There's leaving no myself way. open. I'm like, no, nah, right. I, I want. I, would, I want several obstacles that it has to clear I, to come I got, to me. I, I, well, you know what? I bet it would happen. Is I, I said I'd do an underwear picture with it, so get down on my underwear and shit. But I was like, you know, I would do something like that. And they would wait for me to get the pants back on and then come after me. And then it's one of those you're like, oh, bail the pants. Oh, no. Yeah, just, something. No, but I was just I, after seeing how quick that was common sense started going i was like yeah just let's just not even let's not even play around with that because i'm there's not a, there's a part I'm of your that brain quick. that you didn't think you had that was like yeah, whoa was buddy like, that's that's survival and you've gone like, yeah. too far right? i was like i'm not messing with, i'm not messing huh. with them I, it so was, that's where that's where the line is all right, right good to know right. yeah but no it was um but the what was, what was I talking about? Timor Python. Yeah, we were. So I was talking talking to him. I go, yeah, my captor ones will shit all over me or pee on mm-hmm. me, you know. But yeah, so when we got this one, it was perfectly fine. Didn't strike. Didn't poo pee. Nothing. It was uh, really calm animals. I and you know what's cool is the different islands. I'm pretty. You know, um, I remember a while ago, Dave. Dave Barker in his book, he made this reference to a, uh, 
And I remember, I think it was Zach Baez. Didn't he have a picture of that uh, yeah, patternless, the patternless one? Yeah, I, yep. I, I truly, I just think they're localities, man. I don't think there's no suspicion of new species. I think it's solely locality. I mean, look at look at patternless. You see that in all yeah. different kinds yeah. of Indonesian species. And the one, this Timor that we found was a lot more freckled. He was a, a lot more yeah. speckled throughout. Even his tail. His tail had like a really had freckles even going a little bit into his tail you know it was pretty 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 animal man i was really impressed with the way he looked except apparently the one frog guy in the group he goes well it's just a brown snake and i was like god your mother no 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 no. (laughs) you you smack him with the python it like i I didn't know that is god damn it freaking frog guys god damn it I go, yeah, and your fucking frog that we found in Java looked like a prolapse anus. I go, get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, I listen, go, don't, don't you have some more loogies to find underneath a leaf? I uh, mean, come on. We were, we, we, we would, man, we would have rounds with each other, man. He was a frog guy. I was a snake. I was a, apparently I was the brown shitty python guy. You know, it was just the brown snakes for me. I wasn't even all that into the vipers, you know. You, just but mad because our shit eats his. I mean, come yeah, on. Right, right. Yeah. Well, ours Were doesn't like even the... acknowledge it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't they can ride on me. Yeah. I don't give a damn. It's fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> were we uh were were they the blue vipers like the blue ones or yeah blue or a mix green green blue green and they said there was yellow and then there was a gray. I'm assuming it would I uh, some kind of steel not steel some kind of gray silver looking one. Or nice. something is what I was told. We saw one night. We saw thirteen of those things. Uh, oh, yeah, that could get annoying. Yeah, it was, where were they? It was hanging in the trees, the ground. Well, where were they? Yeah, okay, so here's here's an interesting. <laughs> here's something interesting. Um, yeah. So most of the time, yeah, we would see them on trees. They would either be high up in the tree or those, you know, kind of right at the base of the tree. Kind of very similar to the green pythons, from what I've seen video pictures of kind of hanging because they would eat more they would eat lizards you know they were eating all mm-hmm. the lizards and stuff that and there were so many geckos man so many geckos it was ridiculous so they um they would hang out towards the uh either up in the up high up in the tree or down low facing the ground well they were um there'd be patches of dead grass like just long patches of dead grass well mm-hmm. there was a little tree kind of coming out the center of one and you had a I'm assuming it was a breeding pair. It was a blue female and a green male. I'm just assuming because they it just seemed like they could have been a pair. But um, we were trying to get pictures of them, but they were kind of angled around all these other uh, branches and stuff. So it was really hard to get pictures of them. So we tried to move the branches a little bit. As soon as we start moving a little too much, though, they went down into the grass, into a burrow. And we didn't know... We were like, huh, this is the first time we ever seen him just go down in a burrow. And then in our head, we were like, man, I stepped on, put my hand in a lot of that dead grass, you know. <laughs> I was just like not thinking anything of it. Oh, like, wait a minute. Man. Oh, man. I tell you what, too. We were in the jungle in Java when we were like right at the end of the end of the herping, um, end of that herping night or whatever. You know, uh-huh. when we first start, you're looking all over the place trying to find these vipers or any anything really. Dude, right at the end of the trip, we were trucking uphill. We were trying to get to camp. We were fucking exhausted, and we just said, fuck it. And we just bulldozed right through. <laughs> we did hair, we're just hair going through branches. We are just like, fuck it. We're getting out of this thing. 
You know, right. we didn't see any vipers, so we go, well, what's the chance that something's going to just come flopping on our head, right? <laughs> so we just go right through. It's like safety just went right out the window. We are just like, all right, ready right. to go. You <laughs> know, it was just, yeah. yeah. How much That's harm nuts. was put in the way was just, it was kind of funny. It was all self-inflicted, it's, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's nuts, right, with the, the situations you put yourself in. I think of like the, uh, you know, what makes me think of that, Owen, was when mm. we went up to, I think you were there with us, when we went to Keith's with Tim Walton up to the uh, yeah yeah timber spot yeah you yeah. were there right yeah and mm-hmm. we were just we're so we're climbing this it's pretty Rock, much at yeah. like a, I don't know what would you say like almost a sixty degree angle it was it was pretty hill, steep yeah you know and uh, you're just sort of like uh, you know walking up this hill and you're sort of grabbing on to rocks trees stuff to right. kind of pull yourself up and I'm just sitting there thinking like. Yeah, this is covered in dead leaves, and we're just sort of like trampling through timber rattlesnake territory, like knowing that there's a den here. Like, there's absolutely legitimately a den at the top of this mountain, and we're just sort of like, you know, monkeying our way through here. And it's just like, uh, ah, maybe that wasn't the smartest thing. Well, to do. Right, when we, uh, doing it, you're just like, was it? We you know. even when we were in Australia, there was all that leaf litter on the ground, and then we went to. Uh, Crocosaurus Cove and the same freaking like leaf litter covered the bottom of their death adder cage and the death adder disappeared. And I'm like, yeah, I've been walking through that shit. Like, you know, uh, I've, right. I've had that up to my ankles. Like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. When we this found that. Sort of our, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. When go we ahead. found that Timor Python, the first night we went to that spot, we found a little Russell's Viper in the <laughs> same spot. Ooh. And we put it, we put it, we left it in that same area and where we found, pulled the Timor out, once we once we got they got their pictures, we pulled it out to get more different kind of pictures of the right. Timor python. And then we're just like everyone's trying to tell each other, watch out, we put the Russell's Viper <laughs> in this area. The Russell so Viper may still the, be yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, chances are it didn't go too far. So <laughs> keep an eye out. So we're trying to we're trying to periodically look down at the ground, you know, try to be somewhat yeah. aware of our surroundings but yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. it's silly how that kind of stuff worked yeah we 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 we, we lost a brown snake where we were all jumping around looking for the owen pelly and it was one of those we thought about it afterwards like oh yeah this is the spot where we put that thing right yeah okay so that's <laughs> awesome yeah it's kind of like um so we often have this discussion about like if, when you're herping is it better to sort of like sneak up on the animal or it's like do you catch them Sort of in the middle of doing whatever and sort right, of just right, right. step up on them. So a lot of times we'll sort of break up into different groups where Rob will just plow. He just plows mm-hmm. like he's just like, I'm just going as fast as I can to through this area. And we're sort of like sometimes he'll scare it away and then, you know, it might come out or whatever. Or, you know, uh, I think that's what happened with the uh, the the milk sn- or king snakes that they found. Uh, on, on Arizona when we found them. It was like Justin's just, or Dustin is just pl- plowing through the road and there they are, you know. It just it didn't even yeah. give him a time to react almost. It was just like, I'm here. Whereas like if you're secretive and sneaking up, maybe they know you're there way before. I don't know. It's just different ways of herping, I guess. Well, know? and then the terrain you're in too, because I mean, we were, sure. we were in Komodo. They had a path, but the path had fucking giant rocks in it that we would twist our ankles on walking on and i go this is a horrible path i mean why would you even bother making this thing i'd rather just walk on the ground 
Yeah, you know, yeah just right. the ground is just a lot safer because you're trying to watch the ground so you don't twist your ankle on these giant rocks while you're trying to look into the trees for whatever it is you're looking for, and at the same time trying to keep an eye out on the ground so you don't trip and fall. And you know, I mean, there was some serious tripping hazards out there. Then we, yeah. I remember another one. We went up a, a creek bed and it just got done raining, and this and we had Ooh. to do it for the frog guy. Frog guy, Fr- oh, the freaking frog. frog guy! Yeah, so we're climbing these fucking boulders, and I, I mean, I got, I ended up having a big bruise on my forearm. I mean, I was straight animal mode. I'm like on all fours climbing up these rocks, and I look like an ape. I'm just like <laughs> getting on the one side closer to trees so I can hang on to parts of trees, and you know, guys in the oh, back great. are just screaming and yelling. I fucking trip or. I, uh, my ankle, I think it twisted my ankle or, and it was just, oh, I slipped on this rock and busted my knee or I was just, it was horrible. I, and we didn't even see the frog that we were looking for. And I go, really? well, this was, this was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't, I did, yeah, I know the, the fucking, the one frog guy, he got so much shit. When we heard brown snake, it was like, wow. <laughs> it's like, okay. Nice. Uh, so what was the. I will get back into reptiles, but I'm curious, like what was the stay like and what was the the food like? Like, how did you, how did that come about? Um, so the Java, Java, the food was, it was kind of spicy, but I didn't mind it. I love spicy food, so it didn't bother me. It did, you know, it didn't phase right. me at all. Everyone else I was with though, fucking hated anything spicy. Uh, and they would usually order the food because la- when I did, I just picked the one, the prettier color on the picture and said, this looks pretty good. And apparently when I picked it, it was the hottest thing on the menu. And everyone was just like, oh, God, this is so hot. I can't do this. This is why did you order this? Uh-huh. And I go, man, I just I didn't know what it was called. It said it had chicken in it. And I was just like, all right, it sounds good to me. You know, right. so they didn't I didn't even do like, the. They didn't do the nice thing of putting like twelve peppers on the bottom, like little little pepper insignia, where it's like this is hot kind of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, I can't remember. Some did, some didn't. It was just it kind of just depend where you went. But uh, yeah, they were they'd have a little bit of a kick, but most of the stuff wasn't too bad. It wasn't like nothing. At least I couldn't deal with. But um, yeah, no, was there was it some, like. Was it like restaurants or was it not? Well, maybe not. It was a mixture right word, but no, yeah, there was okay. Some restaurants and then some, um, um, what, what would you call it? Like, I guess street food, you know, you go street out food, and yeah. there'd be yeah. people and carts right. and stuff. You had to be kind of careful. Cause I know, so the, 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 the frog guy we, we, I was with, he is, uh, he's alert. Apparently he has a real issue with eggs, makes him deathly ill. Okay. And, Shit. You know, cause there is that language barrier. And sometimes when you say, you know, no egg, right? No egg. The extra egg? And no. Say, or they, well, and then they say, okay, no egg. They just say, okay, whatever, put an egg in. You know, they just, yeah, yeah, yeah no egg, no egg. Yeah, and as they're cracking the egg in. He got, like, yeah. deathly sick, you know. He, you know oh, he did get sick? Blow, yeah, oh, yeah, blowing out both ends. Oh, I mean, man. he was, like, laying on the Damn. ground type of, you know. Wishing, wishing he was somewhere other than there, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, so, I was gonna say. Uh, I I will say it. You know, towards the end of the day, it was, or end of the trip, my stomach was like, 
Stop it. Yeah. You got to come home and detox with like toast. Like that's all you have. (laughs) Right. What do you do about Uh, things like water? Is there like, can you go to like a gas station, get like a gallon of water or whatever? Or like, is it It, whatever we were able to carry? Like what I would do, would we get like one of those, Oh my God, it was those big jugs. It was probably like five gallons of water. And we'd bring that with, but we'd bring a bunch of a bunch of smaller bottles because no one wants the, to lug okay. around some big yeah, yeah, yeah. big thermos. Yeah. But because we were each guy, we were uh, each island we went to, we had a guide, some kind of it was a park ranger of some sort, or someone who okay. worked in like the the did field work, you know, in the con- whatever country they were in. Uh, mm. So they would uh, they would drive us around, and they they would usually carry our waters and stuff for it. Like there were not the waters, but the big jugs for us. So whenever we get back to the vehicle, we would pour or, you know, fill up all our waters and stuff. So that was, that's okay. cool. That That's what screwed me in Komodo is a few times is we, there was like some trek you're supposed to do. There's like a, a two hour hike into the, into the Island. And you see this, Oh, what was it? Some big um, water source or something where all the dragons hang out at. But it's a two-hour hike there, and I was just like, shit, dude, I'm out of water. I got a headache. I go, I don't think I'm going to make this trip, and mm. no one's going to want to drag me back. I, yeah. I'm too. I'm far <laughs> too big for anyone to want to carry me back. So I was like, yeah, we better just head back. There's no way we're going to make this and make it back, right. you know? Right. So, wow. Yeah. What about the, uh, like, what did you said you stayed at, like, a cabin or whatever? Was it, like, you're moving around from place to place as yeah. you moved? Or like, yeah, like, we would stay. When we were in the mountains, we'd stay in the lodge up there for a few days. Then we stayed in, like, a, a hotel in one. And um, some of the AC and some of them were absolute garbage, too, man. And it would, <laughs> it would be hot and shit. And, uh, That's truly really what you want after, you know. Oh, a hike yeah. thing is well, a fight luckily, with an AC luckily, unit. The, luckily, the hot water didn't work, so we take really cold showers. <laughs> you know? Especially up in the in the mountains and stuff, where it was yeah. cold creek water, and you're just like, "This is freezing." You were like, <laughs> hey, "Listen, my body temp is going down one way or the other, man." Right, like, right. You know, yeah, now, <laughs> right. Dear yeah, God, no, they, they weren't too bad. I mean, most of them are pretty nice places, and there was only maybe a few places where you're like, uh, it's whatever. I don't, I don't go when I go to these, you know, reptile trips. I don't, I expect, I don't even mind sleeping out of a car. You know, it's, I mean, shit, we did that anyway. Yeah, sure. We, we had long yeah. drives. You'd sleep in the car anyways. So it, yeah, it's it the adventure. You know, it's Bro, the adventure usually, aspect of it. I don't get a lot of heat. Because he 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 books these like we'll do like we go hardcore all day long, but like the rule is at the end of the night you want to nice bed have, and be able to take a shower. Showers, you know? you know. The worst is that you might have to double up on the sofa and spoon with Doctor sure. Drewlander, and yeah, that I mean, you know, yeah, and that's like, fine. Right, he's he's right. a nice big spoon; it's fine. Yeah, um, and yeah. then you know, it's whatever. Yeah, I yeah. dude, I had no qualms with any of that. I go, dude, if we had me, it's like a buddy system. We all had like, I was with the frog guy. Then you had the <laughs> uh, the two younger guys were, were with each other, and then like Daniel was with a. He had one of his employees at his pet shop up there with him, so we all had like each other's like roommate the entire trip. We were that's who we bunked with, and 
we just oh, okay. bonding time i guess we're sure we would yeah, I yeah. Mean, it was it was pretty funny it was it That's was good cool, you didn't know like each that. other but by the end of it you were just like same bed you know either we're both over <laughs> under the sheet or you know so <laughs> who was, cares yeah yeah, yeah whatever do you yeah. tuck or no tuck? Listen, no you're tuck? you're yeah, so right. tired. You're tired at that point. Who gives a damn? I'm gonna right, my right. head's gonna hit that pillow and then I don't give a shit. Yeah, right, it's out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But well, that's cool. Um I think like uh so tell us about the the whole so you were going from island to island on a boat? Like how what what was yeah. the deal with that? Oh it was a oh for Komodo, yeah. We we stayed on a boat. I didn't even know we were gonna be on a boat, so this was <laughs> kind of a surprise. So right. I knew, well, I knew we were going to be on a boat, but I thought it was just traveling different. I didn't know we were staying on staying a boat. On a boat. Yeah. So whenever we, well, which I guess makes sense too, because when, when we get to those, when we got to those islands, the only people who lived there were the natives. There weren't like, you know, there weren't like right. places where the tourists right. can stay. But I think there was a reason behind that because the only fatality or the most recent fatality they had on Komodo was from a tourist being killed. So I guess gotcha. that makes sense why they're just like, let's just fix this problem and not right. let tourists stay on the island and do something stupid. You know, right. so what, was I, it a tour? Was it a tourist killed by a dragon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last oh, my time God. Someone was killed by a dragon. There was a ch- there was a native boy who got his hand taken off by a dragon. They found his fingers in the woods a few weeks later or something like that. I, so was, I bet you that could happen in like the blink of a freaking eye. Oh, dude, they close. have these super like seven engine boats that if you get bit, they they fly it to Flores, back to Flores, the main island. And then that's when they hel- they take a, you, a plane or a helicopter trip, I guess, to where wherever hospital it is or something. Yeah, they have it all planned out. If you were to get bit by one of the dragons or something, but it'd have to, you'd have to be really, really dumb. Really, Re- <laughs> really Daniel, do Daniel something really test- stupid. Daniel yeah. was really testing it. <laughs> I was just like, when he said, "Hey, you guys want to see something?" and he rattles that snake hook on the ground, and that snake hook start rattling, that dragon just beeline right for us. And it's funny how instinct is to grab someone next to you. And just use them as a shield. As a shield, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, where the buddy system comes Yeah, well, that's I'm not going to be faster the... than anyone. I'm going to grab you and use you. Yeah. I'm going to throw was... the frog guy at this lizard, yeah, and then we're going to run. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, I was like, that's such a sick job. He got such a stank eye, though, because, like, they, if you're a tourist, you had to have a guide with you. So mm-hmm. there were, like, um, usually at least one or maybe two people with you in a group, and they give you the little – the stick with the V-shaped end so yeah. you can poke the dragon in the eye. If it gets so, too close, yeah. Yeah, you, and that's that's how um, that's usually what happens. So, yeah, he did that. The guy didn't like that. I'm he's lucky he didn't get kicked off. You know that was that was a they he didn't Oof. they didn't like that when he did what that. What made it stop charging? Like what? The guy the guy came in with the stick. Oh, and, like, okay. Yeah. Ah, the stick. It's like you know it. Yeah. yeah I'll come back when there's not a stick. Woo. It's like okay, right? I was about God. almost over the fence though. There were like there was a fence right here, right behind my back, and I was like, all right, I'm I'm fucking I'm the first one over this bitch, you know. Everyone else, I had a bunch of other people in front of me, so I was pretty set, you know. I don't. I, I can I can get over the fence before the dragon punches through it. Yeah, right, so, yeah. right, right. <laughs> oh shit. 
Dude. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. That, and that was another reason I was like, I'm not getting near these things. That's, that's it for the, the, the whole picture idea and all that. I was like, no, nah, you know, I think just staring at them from a distance, I don't need to get any closer. You know, um, that'd be that'd be one that'd be one hell of a story. Be like, yeah, I got bit in the ass when I was posing in an underwear oh, shoot with a bearded oh, with a yeah. Komodo dragon. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but but why? Why did you do right. all these things? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, well, we thought it was going to be a good picture, and then that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, it, or it ends up being a great a great viral video. A great, oh, yeah. that I don't That's, need. Yeah, like I really don't need this uh, in my life. Like I don't so want to be this like, yeah, famous. Yeah, I was like, let's let's use common sense. Let's let's well, not. And it would also be one of those things that, that they would find the audio of the noise you made as it made contact with you, and oh, that would be dude. somebody's ringtone. Like, yeah, no, uh, it, it, uh, we don't it'd need have been that a weird squealing noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was uh, oh god? What was his name? He got bit by the retic in like that that cave full of guano. Oh, Brady Bar. Yes. And oh he, like, yeah. And he yeah, made. That, oh he's god. like, oh. <laughs> I remember it too. It is my life's oh. mission to not ever be in that situation. Oh, so. yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, he comes across as like this. Uh, like he he tries this persona to have like this tough herp, you know, like I'm a tough herper like Steve Irwin, and then he's yeah. in the thing and he gets just bit. He's like, ripped. yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone's tough till they get the teeth in the ass, and then it's yeah, not exactly. Tough it's just like, oh no. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to agree with him, though. I mean, he is walking through the guano-filled pool. I mean, you know, <laughs> well, I don't even probably- know. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, just grabbing, like the way he did, grabbing him like that. I would. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, that way. was stupid. They, but it's I like, have to, I, like for TV. <laughs> yeah, right, of course. Right. right. Yeah. God. Oh man. That's crazy. <laughs> I forgot about that guy, Brady. Yep, yep. I yep. remember the episode, though, too. That was a great screen. Uh, you know, now it's just playing in my head. And I guess yeah, I'll just try, what, over and over. Like and over. Uh, I yeah, bet so you it's on YouTube. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, but that's the problem. You don't want to be that person. Right, so, yeah, exactly. you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know. I, 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 I remember... Uh, um, when we were holding the the scrub python, that was sort of how I was feeling. Like that, the, the when we had the big one that Rob rescued from the road, and it just right. its head came around like into your face, and I'm like, oh shit! And Rob well, already got nailed on the foot, you know, and it's just like, oh, I'm gonna get nailed in the face by this big king horn. I oh no, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, well, this will yeah. be a fun story to tell Luckily, years from now yeah. after I heal, but you know. Yeah. Uh, What's that scar on your face from? Well, like a King Horn Eye. Yeah. King Horn Eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Just, so, what other snakes did you find uh, besides vipers, oh, cobras? So, dragon snake? We, what else? A lot of colubrids we saw. Uh, we saw one colubrid. I don't remember its name. Actually, it was one of those, it was one of the first snakes I, we, that we found together. And no mm. one knew what it was, so no one, everyone was afraid to touch it because it was. Yeah. Except the except the local guy who still didn't know what it was. He was he was a little bit more okay to just grab it by the tail and you know set it up for everyone's photos. You know he was more okay with touching it. But aside from that, everyone else was like, "Well, if we don't know what it is, 
Mm. I'm certainly not going to touch it out of here in the middle of nowhere to yeah. try to, you know, just to get a photo. Um, I had an interesting one where um, it was the end of the night in Bali and we're ta- we're going, well, I'm heading back to the, to the uh, place we were staying and there's a path and there's a path for bikes and a, and a set of steps right next to mm-hmm. each other. And the way the path was, it just kind of easier to take the, the, the bike path and just walk that way. Well, as I was walking down this path, I looked at the steps and there's a fucking black face crate just laying right across the <laughs> step. And I go, man, that would have been a nasty surprise. If I that would have sucked. Yeah, that would have been a, that would have been horrible. <laughs> but I was just like, Oh shit. I go, yeah, I go fucking crate. And I just looked at it and just kept going. I wasn't going to, it was late yeah, and I was like, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm good I'm now. Gonna, I don't have the, I don't have that ego that d- people just want to grab stuff, and I'm just like, I'm cool, just looking at it and just moving on, you yep. know. So yeah. I was just like, that's cool. I was like, thank God I didn't step on it though. I was like, <laughs> I avoided those steps the whole time because it came out of a a little hole out of the steps. There was a hole uh-huh. in the steps in the corner that it was coming out of and going back in. And I was oh, like, shit. all right, so just avoid those steps. Just yeah, don't yeah no, no, right, no, right, none right. of those steps. Oh, man. Christ. Speaking of speaking of bikes, I got another good story to tell you. You guys okay. ever seen, like, videos of the traffic in a lot of those Asian, Indonesian countries where it's just, yeah. I mean, talk about yeah. b- butt the nuts with vehicles and stuff, bikes yeah. flying all over the place. Well, we, I remember the first, my first uh, day there, I made a remark one of the other guys and i go dude it's amazing no one gets hit on these roads it's fucking crazy here i go yeah it's just nuts i mean just you just have bikes flying out of nowhere these little motorbikes just flying out of nowhere next to you and it's ridiculous and um so a few days later we go to go herp it in the middle of um this park in the middle of town well we have to cross the street so there's me and then right next to me is another another one of the the guys, one of the the rep Herpern guys that uh, Americans, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then a, maybe a few feet ahead of us were the 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 locals, the the local guys that were helping us. Well, we made it halfway across the street. Then we get ready to step, and then we see a bike coming. He zooms by, we see him zoom, and then we immediately look back to see if another one's coming. As soon as I look back, we hear a bang, and then look over, and there's fucking little native guys flying in the air. Holy shit. Hits the ground, hits the ground like a a newborn calf or something, just all crumpled up, laying on the ground. And we're just like, we just looking like, holy shit. I go, "I I think he's dead. And then he he eventually gets up to his waist, and we're like, dude, his legs look broken. Look at the way they're kind of crumpled up there. Then they get up in the squatting position. That it's amazing how flexible these people are, man. They they could just sit in a squatting position and that being comfortable to them. And then he stands up, and then he starts walking, and no. and then we go to his house, and we have to have tea at his place because it's rude not to have you know tea and snacks if you go to someone's house so we and then 
his family's making fun of him for getting hit by the bike. <laughs> oh, dude. And then the bike, too. It was crazy because the guy get hit by this bike. The bike, did it didn't phase the bike. The bike, and the people just kept going. It just, <laughs> oh, they didn't shit. stop. They just, it was a hit and run. Just smack the guy. Oh, God. I, I mean, this guy got airtime. I mean, this dude went flying in the air, too. And it Holy didn't. Holy shit. You know, it he, was, just, he just jumped right. Like, he, he I mean, didn't jump right second. up. Yeah, he got up. Second, but he got up. And then he dude, went hurting got... with us the next day. No, no, see, with us again, and I, I holy like, shit, I sleep incorrectly and am dead for three days. Okay, right, like right. it is now. Made me, That's, made me feel like I had to be a little bit tougher of a person. Yeah, go, maybe a little gotta, bit. Jeez, a little. Yeah, and that wasn't the last time too, because then Karma was a bitch, and then we watched a big truck hit a fucking a, a, one of those bikes, and oh, it was God. The, the truck was too. It was a low setting truck, so it didn't roll over it. But it just pushes the fucking bike like oh, nine man. or ten feet before they stop, and then the guy oh, picks his bike up and just keeps driving away. And Jesus! Then it, and, the, and the fucking and you you guys were talking to Nick. It was the same thing. Nick was Nick and Ryan and all of them were talking about. And you would right. have like fa- whole families on one of these bikes: child, adult, child, and then another adult. I mean, you'd have all the whole family on one bike, or the Holy kid so, was yeah. like right in front for like the 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 break i guess or the the uh you know i guess for in case you get hit you have something right. else to hit or something i'm just like god these guys are wild out so, here so if somebody <laughs> takes out the bike the entire family's gone oh, like yeah, you know that you've whacked kids the whole are gone tree. like like if, if, if a grown man flew that far a child would almost be you wouldn't even see him they would oh, god was, safety was just it didn't matter. It was man. just whatever. God, dude. Yeah, yeah. it was wild. <laughs> I th- I think that is one of the cool things about travel, and uh, you, you you just get a different perspective on things. You know, it's just yeah. like, right, you right, think right. that your world is this, and then you you know you're just like. But that, oh, I I got a kick out nuts. of I got a kick out of Komodo though too because all the the people would live in these because they lived right on the beach, so they lived in elevated houses because of the you know right. tides and all that. But their right. houses are all made out of tin, and I mean, they they, they look kind of rough. They kind of, you know, they. Look, I'm not gonna lie, they look kind of shitty. I mean, they just mm-hmm. didn't look very good. But right. you would have all these kids sitting there on their iPhones, just playing, <laughs> just all night long, just were playing on this their phone. I mean, they were just like kids in the states. We would walk by, they wouldn't even acknowledge us. They were just, you know, wow. they were just on their phone. And in their rinky-dink shack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then some – it was weird, too. Some people got a real kick out of seeing white people, I guess, because they would – when we were in Java, since Java is not a very big touristy spot, some of those kids might have been the first time they've seen a white guy in person. And, dude, these – I mean, they were just like, picture, picture. You know, they just a group of kids would come swarming me, and I would say, <laughs> all right, back up, everyone. You know, I'm not – want to say i don't trust you but i don't trust you i don't know i don't want to miss anything in my pocket you know it's like right. 15 of them they outnumber me and i was just like all right we got to have some have some distance here T- taken you up know? by a pack of kids yeah so. <laughs> oh that's nuts that's wow. insane their toilets are crazy too they got two kind of toilets they got regular toilets and they have holes in, Hole the, in ground. the ground mm. that one was like 
and nothing know, in between. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> the problem the problem is if you if you live in it like a lodge, a hotel, something like that, generally they're going to have toilets. Right. If you're not so lucky and you're stuck out in the middle of a a town or a village and you have to go, which I had to do, mm. I had to go knocking on someone's door asking them to use their bathroom oh, and there's this language barrier that they don't know what i'm saying luckily we had google translate and i'm just Shit. like oh god my big ass has to try to use this yeah <laughs> i go jesus <laughs> christ and then they wanted a picture afterwards and I was like, sure, I guess after I destroyed your bathroom, I'll take a yeah. picture with you. That's yeah. the least I could do, yeah. I guess. Post it up on right. the bathroom Jesus. wall. <laughs> right, right. Uh, oh, it was, William was, it was here. Right. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah. God, uh, that's great. Uh, that's nuts. That's cool. So I guess we're coming down uh, towards the end. Um, I think I want to say the Reptile Fight Club is coming in right behind us, so I don't want to cut them off. But, like, what was your biggest takeaway from the trip? Like, what's the thing that you were, like, your biggest yeah, biggest thing you learned or Maybe, something? So this trip taught me, well, treat the environment a little bit better. Honest to God, after seeing all that trash, it's almost yeah. hard for it not to impact you in some kind of way. I mean, it was some areas would be so bad that you would just, I felt bad for one guy when we were in Komodo, the beach would have trash on it. And he's the, the, the guide. It was one of the guides who, who was born and raised there. You would see him pick up the trash and you couldn't help but like feel really bad. Cause you know, when he was a kid, he was an older gentleman. You could, you just know when he was a kid, this wasn't a tourist spot. His right beaches on. were probably clean and weren't full of trash. Mm. And now he's now, you know, however many years later, he's seeing this trash on his beach. And I was just like, there's a little bit of heart, a little bit of a heartbreak to see, you know, yeah. you could just, he didn't say nothing. He didn't bitch, didn't complain. He would just pick up the trash and you were just like, man, just, yeah, you just you felt really, you know, it made you think like, pick up and throw away your trash, guys. Don't just yeah. throw it to the side or throw it on the ground. Now that that believe it or not, that was probably one of the biggest things. I just, how much trash I saw. I was like, treat your oh. environment a little bit better. And then honestly, just traveling, man. I mean, you 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 guys know Nick back in the day used to always harp on you know go see the world you know you. Yeah, you know yeah. it'll change your perspective on life, and you know give you something, you know, something bigger to look forward to in life. There's so much of this planet to go see. Now I have kind of this goal in life is I would, I would, you know, he's also doing a Borneo trip, and I want to go see Borneo mm. before you know the orangutans may not be there. You know, yeah. next time I decide to go, and you hear about all the deforestation that happens there, you know, and it's kind of right. one of those things you just. I'd like to see it before something does happen, you know, yeah. you know, just try to see, you know, just certain species of animals, you know, see the gorillas before, you know, something happens or whatever it is. You know, I just, I, I would venture to tell people, you know, definitely go out and, you know, if it's, if it's actually possible, try to make it happen because, you know, you don't know what'll happen in the next 20 years, you know, not even yeah. just to you, but to the environment. It may not be yeah. the same as when, you know, compared to 20 yeah. years prior or something. So, 
that's and, probably and some of the bigger things. It's one of those things that we all know people that may have never left their hometown, home state, whatever. Right, and for right. you to say that, like you went and you were at this place, you were in this thing, you you've you've touched parts of the globe that other people haven't. It's like it's awesome. It so. it, cha- it kind of changes to the way. Not like I look down on them, but like less of a desire to go to zoos and probably more of a desire to see the animals in the wild. You know, yeah. that's kind of that's something I kind of, you know, not like yeah. I said, nothing against zoos. And I still enjoy going to them, especially if I go to, you know, because I do Vin Reptile shows, you know, we kind of I like going to see zoos, but it kind of made me like less wanting to go to zoos i guess it it definitely changed my yeah. wanting to go to reptile yeah. expos too i mean i don't have that drive as much to go to reptile shows as i did as i do now to go see these animals in the wild or get, just not even see animals you know just a, a journey the environment that's what yeah, it is yeah. it's a journey too yeah, yeah. And the environment yeah. and everything because yeah. jesus christ man just getting to the place is sometimes is a story all on its own, you know? Well, it's, so. it's like, we didn't, we didn't know growing up that there were, the option was we could also, we can go to the zoo or you can just get on a plane and try to see if you can right, go find right, it. Right, like that right, was never right. an option. It's like, Oh, well shit. Right. I know what I would rather do. Yeah. Let right, me go right, find it right. find myself. But, um, yeah. And it, that, it, and, and that's a good thing too, is like with, mm. Go look up some of these. Um, I wish I knew some more companies, but like if you just Jungle Diary and just a lot of these other places, yeah. you know, if you look because there is that fear of, well, I just don't know what I'm getting into. And that, you yeah. know, that scares a lot of people. So if you can yeah. if you can hook up with people like them or groups like that, I don't some people are a little different. Some people, they kind of, you know, I even talk to Daniel. I go, do you just let anyone go onto these trips with you? Because I could see something really bad happen. You know, say like you have two people who really don't like each other or you have somebody who's real reckless and does something stupid with animals or whatever it is. Because, I mean, you do come across really dangerous animals, Mm -hmm. to you know, sometimes. So so that's something I was always like. uh, But I mean, if how does he how does he deal with that? Oh, man. Daniel, not probably the best way you should. Like he, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't you know how much I, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know out. how much I can get in the detail. There's sort of a vetting process, though. He, yeah, yeah, he, he, he kind of like, yeah. yeah, he kind of like, but he's like, it's real easy. I mean, shit. If you've if you've said hi to him before, you know, it's it's not yeah. it's not hard. Like it's like it's yeah, it's pretty easy. So I mean, and then like I said, there's so many different places. I mean, Zach, I'm sure if you talk to Baez, he probably could tell you of a yeah. other place that do it. Cause I mean, I didn't, like I said, I didn't realize how lucrative of a business it was, you know? So well, and you probably uh, Dan do it too. DM exotics. He does. No, it. I think That's... he, I think he just does it himself. I think he oh. definitely could do it though. If he wanted I mean, to, but I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure I'm, dem- I'm sure he could, but, uh, that's probably another thing too, is, um, I've heard. So if you do do expeditions and stuff, try to go with people, Unless you're willing to take a chance. I mean, if you go with someone who has a little bit more experiences with these kind of travels, you're going to have a little bit easier of a time than someone who just decided on a whim they want to start doing them and they kind of don't have a plan. I can can handle this. It's just just winging it down. I've heard stories of a few people this good, actually friends that decided they wanted to do it, but then you hear from other people that, you know, 
they kind of didn't know what they were doing. They kind of just winged a lot of it. And it was like, it wasn't the same as someone else's expeditions. So it's yeah. like, it's, I don't know. So kind of, I guess do maybe a little research with, you know, the company or whatever, if you, if you choose to do it that way. I mean, you guys could do it. I mean, I don't think it would be impossible if you guys just decide to take the NPR group and do it. I'm sure you could figure figure it out it wouldn't be too bad i don't think i mean i mean rob could we would just be there yeah yeah Yeah, rob puts so much so much i think that's sort of his thing right he sort of found his uh you know nippers a lot like this too where they're sort of um like they're sort of the the, i don't know what you would call it the the person in charge of the trip like the person that's sort Mm -hmm. of doing like okay you know we sort of have like maybe talks about oh yeah i'd like to go here and see the x species and then it's sort of like okay how can we do that what can we see what else is there you know and he he just goes into i naturalist and you know it's it's kind of nuts but uh right right yeah it's it's uh i think the thing that that to your point, I think the one thing that we sort of enjoyed about Australia is that it gives you the feel of being in an exotic location, but still you feel like yeah, you're right. at home. You know right, what I mean? Right, it's right. just like it's like a different Africa, version of home. That's mm-hmm. how South Africa like felt. South Africa, just South yeah. Africa. I'm sure if we would have went closer <laughs> to the Congo area, I'm sure it would have changed. But yeah, South Africa just felt. Well, almost no different than home, you know, a little, yeah. little bit more ex- exotic, obviously. But yeah, other than that, it wasn't too, too different, right. you know? Yeah. That's cool. So where's the next trip, man? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, really, Borneo. I'm Borneo? really wanting to do the Borneo and uh, <clears throat> the Kalatoa trip. So Daniel had, Daniel wants to, he wants to tag Komodo Island on with the, both of those trips, but I'm like, no, nah, I'll skip the Komodo part. I'm done with the boat thing. I, I saw my Timor Python. I'm good. I got my I dragons. I'm good. You know, yeah, I don't, I'm not. I don't need to. I don't need to do that boat trip again. I was pretty rough, so I told him, "Could I just skip that and do the Borneo trip?" He said, "You know, I might just do Borneo, do Komodo, Borneo, and then literally right in the uh, Kalatoa, and then he would do another uh, Komodo trip or with the in the Kalatoa." But I go, I'll skip both the komodos is great. I'll right come in and just, just do this and then yeah, fly and then out. Just yeah. leave. Yeah, just, just leave go. when I'm done, you know, before you guys even get to uh any kind of boats, you know. So yeah, yeah that's that's something that's something I want to do. I I really probably more so than the uh I think Calato, I just think that'd just be interesting. I would yeah. like to have that perspective yeah. of just, you know, just to see because I saw well, a lot of pictures from Daniel, and I can tell you what, those retics, I mean, they were literally all this big around. Seven foot right. long and all this big around. Wow. So, so I mean, tiny, tiny. You know, they, they weren't kidding. Like, when people would say colubrid, they were talking about wild retics. They weren't talking about captive retics. That was <laughs> totally different whenever I heard people right. talk about colubrid-sized retics. But, yeah, that's something. I want to see Borneo because I'd like to see, I, you know, still see um, more of the mainland retics or, you know, right. and then obviously the orang, yeah, short tails and stuff. Yeah. And then the, the uh, orangutans would be the big one. I'd really like to see that. You know, That'd something cool. I heard and I didn't think anything about it till someone brought it up is if you do stuff like seeing a lot of the great apes, yeah. you gotta have, you gotta be cautious of stuff like with the orangutans not being a ginger because mm. they're 
Ooh. They they might molest you. Or, They're not a rape yeah, you or yeah. something. I mean, <laughs> if it's a if they and I was just something in my head. I go, you know what? I could totally see something <laughs> bad. What was the uh, what was the? It was um, some video. They were all hang. People were all hanging out at the with the gorillas, and. The one male just got, I guess, a little pissed off that everybody was hanging around. He grabs the one park ranger and just drags him like six, seven feet and then lets him go. But like drags him by his ankle. Dude could do nothing. And he didn't do anything. He just kind of let it happen. And I'm like, holy shit. Like that gorilla could have picked that man up and been like, and now you're in half. Like it's right over. Like, yeah, no. Well, Daniel's doing. I really, I really want to do that. I want to see the great apes. But uh, mm. Daniel has a trip uh, to see the gorillas. But I was thinking in the back of my head, I go. But it also said to see, you know, I think the scarier ones though are to see the chimps. Nope, not doing it. If you I go, won't do it. It, well, nope. think about it too. You're going in a. You're going with a group of people or a troop of people into yeah. another chimp's territory. Oh, we've declared war. I kind of wonder we? how that would end out. You know, I'm just oh, in my God, head, I can't no. help but just no. worry about, you know, could you imagine fighting for your life with a group no. of chimps? No, no, I, I just, oh. no, you lose and hope they kill yeah, you quickly. right, right. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, there's several animals that scare the crap out of me. I have been in zoos that have, um, I think it was a zoo that had, like, a bachelor group of chimps, and just, Walking in the room, uh, these chimps were like, oh, no. And they're walking around. They're doing that clapping thing. And they're like, they're going to threat display at you. And I'm like, what? And this thing just one hand grabs a rope, swings from the other end of the enclosure, punches the glass right around where my head was, and then just jumps back down and continues running around. And I'm like, yep, I'm done with this. I'm out. I don't want to be near these. <laughs> like, wow. there's there's like this much glass separating me from death. Like, no, right. we're done. Yeah, I'm good. Right. Uh, no. I, I say that, but I just I really want to see the great apes. I think that would be that would be that's pretty, pretty cool. That would be yeah. pretty awesome to see just before you know see the chimps like with the set of yeah no no yeah they look awesome. Let's go. Like yeah. I said, I don't need to. I don't need to be up close. I don't have that that e. I, I think some people think they have an ego till they see some of these animals in the wild, and then it's just like. You know, go when you see like, especially like with Africa, like you, you, you're in a big truck and you think, oh, it can't be that scary being next to an elephant. And then you're up there and you're just like, good Lord, it's bigger than the truck. Dude, that was like, this is, <laughs> there was, there was one it, of those shows on Animal Planet of like, I survived. And it was this guy who's like a dentist who goes to Africa and he's wandering through the bush and he stumbles into this bull elephant. And he's like, oh, my God. And we had a connection. And I went to pet it on its happy little trunk. And then this elephant picks, like, wraps his trunk around him. He's like, I thought it was going to give me an embrace. Then it, like, pounds him into the ground, puts him in his mouth, chews him a little bit, and then throws him into a tree. And then, like, the dude nearly – Oh, yeah, this – An elephant. And then so then this dude nearly dies because he's taken to some sort of, like – African hospital that and he's like he has been so horribly injured that they managed to get him alive enough and so that he doesn't die from the infections and then they get him to a hospital in Germany where they have to keep him more alive and then they bring him to the US but like Right. The fact that this guy was like, I'm going to walk up to a wild animal and pet it on its face. Well, it's so, <laughs> so oh, well, so Daniel, um, 
Daniel has all these connections, you know, whenever, you know, he usually knows a, either a handful of people in each place, you know, all these different places he goes and sets up these tours. Well, he started doing a, a Zimbabwe, you know, Africa, and uh, he had a local guy send him some pictures. And it was a villager that was eaten by a lion. It was a skull. Like he took a picture of just the skull of this villager that they found. Yeah, I guess he's a ranger, so he just he came across it and found like a a skull and then some other an arm or some kind. I go, wow. Mm. I go, and these are just because they're, it's just a it's just a it, uh, the villager who you know he had to go somewhere. So what you can't drive, you buy foot and you just go. You know, just and they don't want to do it during right. the day because they don't want to deal with the elephants. And I go, well, night's not any better. Midnight's worse. Like, it's like a- yeah, just like <laughs> all of this is bad. It's I'm like, just yeah, like no. you know what? I'm just going to stay home today. I don't think I want to risk my life. <laughs> I was just like, so it, so it just makes you, it just your perspective of just like, we bitch yeah. about our phone not working. These people, live, like their yeah. lives are in danger if they leave their village or town yeah, or whatever it is. And I'm just like, wow, that guy was just probably dropping some mail off or just yeah, going to yeah, the next yeah, no, town dude. or whatever. <laughs> no. And he just, you know, not alive. He's unalive now. And I'm just like, He's, wow. Some, something came and unalived him. Like, yeah, no, it was. Oh, yeah. It, no. That's crazy, yeah. man. We we we, crazy. we take being taken out of the food chain for granted a lot. Right, but, right, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, human beings are soft, man. We're so easily killed. Yeah, and especially now. I mean, maybe you're, you know, millions of years ago, maybe we were harder. But you know, now <laughs> it's like we've become so soft. It's like, all right, yeah. man, so uh, – that's awesome, man. I, I'm I'm freaking jealous that you got to see. Yeah, it's uh, cool. Well, I'm, I'm jealous of you guys, man. I still want to. Australia's still up there. Like I said, Australia's still up there as far yeah. as you know. You know, especially if you're in the pythons, man. How can you not go to Australia? I mean, yeah. come on. You know, it, it has to be. Yeah, right. you'll, have to, you'll have to come with us one time, man. You'll come on the NPR yeah. trip in the, uh, yeah. in the outback. If I'm invited, I'll take you I'll take you up on it, man. That's that. Uh, the problem is trying to get people to go with me to Australia is probably my biggest thing. Is most of the <laughs> most. It's kind of like that old fear I have. I would have years ago of like, yeah, I would like to, but you know, which you know, logistics or whatever. You'd yeah. always come up with some sort of excuse right. or. You know, something something would stop you. And right, right. I'm starting yeah. my reptile business, so I got to invest more <laughs> into this. So I got, you know, I can't take a trip or something. Yeah, there was always something in your head that would prevent mm-hmm. you from wanting to go. But yeah, no, Australia is definitely like, oh, my God, I'd love to love to yeah. see. I think the Northern Territory would be the spot for you, man. The five, yeah. five, five species say, of pythons, right? Yeah. In the spot, that's, you know? that's what I've heard. That's what Nick was telling me. He said that's the place you're going to want to go if you want to see a bunch of pythons or a bunch of stuff in general. A bunch of different stuff, you know? yeah. Right. We hit them all but the one. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Next what was, the, what was the one you guys Olive. didn't hit? Olive. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That would have been a sweet one. That yeah. would have been nice. But, yeah. yeah. Just have to do it again, man. That's right. 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 That's oh, a- <laughs> shit. Now we have to come back. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's kind of I'll a new you- goal in life, man. That's a new goal. Is I'd love to 
you know, I keep all these pythons. Now a new goal is like, let's see how many pythons I can knock off this list of seeing in the wild. You know, yeah. we were, I think that's we a kind, pretty neat one. Yeah. Me and Ryan were kind of talking about that at carpet fest, right? We were, he was sort of saying like, you know, I was telling him how impressed I was with, you know, now he's kind of the guy that's right. played the most species of pythons and all that stuff. And being a python enthusiast, I was like, well, I'm not worthy type of deal. You know, but, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, I was like, you know, I had that lofty goal and I was like, nah, and I was like, I'll be happy with just breeding all the Australian species right, of pythons. Right. Like to me, that's oh. a more doable goal, but I would love, well, number one, to see all the carpets in the wild, you know, and number two, see all the pythons in Australia. And then maybe if I'm feeling adventurous, start to venture out, out of that, uh, you know, mm. world and into yeah. the other one. But like Australia is like the main spot for me yeah. right now, just to see them yeah. all, you know, yeah. but it's just cool. I was gonna, the last thing I'll say is like, uh, you were talking about just seeing parts of the world. Right. But I remember looking through, I guess it was. It's actually probably Daniel's pictures, but I was looking through some of the pics so that you guys of the trip you were on. And when me and Owen did the Timor Python episode, mm-hmm. there's like this, there's this kind of like this, I guess it's like a mountain or whatever, but you're at the top of this rocks and it's sort of like you can see the island and I'll have to send you the picture, oh, but that was horrible was this- trip. I know what you mean. That was <laughs> right. It was almost, it was almost four miles there and back. And we were just under I think it was like just under 3000 feet we were up and I was like, I was exhausted, man. I, my shirt was drenched for fucking three (laughs) days. It just would not dry. It was, it was whole. It's like, it it like it absorbed a whole different kind of sweat. I didn't know I could do. (laughs) Jesus. It was fucking wild. I go, this is, oh, it was horrible. It it was like, you know, like I, I, I would, I don't want to be this guy because I know that we had some guys on the trip who'd be kind of whiny about it, but mm-hmm. there was like right. this, there was like this, like, eh, you know, I didn't care as much to do the touristy thing. If right. I can avoid right. it, I didn't, I didn't, if I had to skip it or whatever, it wasn't no big deal. And that's what that mountain was, is the climb that mountain was a big touristy thing and mm-hmm. right. shit. And, but you know, the thing is too, when we did it, there were so many old people doing it. I go, we, yes. we have to be. Able yeah, no, to no, no. I don't want to get we shown up by old be. people. I'm like, yeah, no. I go, yes. it's like, they're going to fucking, we're never going to let this down if we don't do it. So we might as well just get it done and over with. And I boy, think the park feel- sets that up, man. I think that's annoying all as these shit. parks around the world that get these old people and they're like, listen, you just got to walk around this park and then yeah, people, the people will be like, things. screw that. I got to get to the top. These old people can't show me up. I got to get up there. Right, right, right. Oh. And they, have a, they have a secret escalator to go up and down. They just pop out of corners. They're like, yeah. Oh, no. man. But the tr- the picture I got from when I was looking at, at Timor, right, or, you know, I was looking at that thing and, and I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's the same picture that I had in the notes for, uh, you know, when I was doing the teamwork. Well, they How took cool it. is yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Oh. But um, I'm sure you'll be posting up uh, pictures and such. Where can people watch that? Can people see that anywhere? Oh, man, I'll, I'll try. Or? I'm Yeah, I'll try. I'm not the biggest photographing guy. I'm not going to lie to you. I was one of those. I was kind of more in the moment. I'm like Owen. I'm kind of just in the moment. I didn't. That's I'll cool. take picture. I'll take pictures, but it's it's these. Some of these guys would have these super elaborate, like you know, seven, eight thousand dollar camera setups, and I'm just like, do you see me, man? I'm like a fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> I'll just. I'm a take terrified. It, I'm gonna with fuck my phone. Yeah. Up, right. Well, it's just that, but I'm just like 
did you see the environments we were in? If we <laughs> yeah. slipped and I fell on this rock, my big ass is going to crush this camera. Right, and then I go, I'm, I'm just, dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna be pissed because it'll probably be the same camera I use to take pictures of snakes. When I get home, right, then I'm right, stuck yeah. using my shitty cell phone. Then I'm in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, was it, it like, could be a lot of problems all rolled into I, one. So but I can I can see why people I can see why people do like taking those nice photographs because I mean I think it would be cool to have like some of them like posted up on your wall and stuff mm-hmm. like a little like a hall of oh, just yeah. different yeah. wildlife you saw throughout the world or whatever. But it was just one of those like fuck. Do I want to? take an expensive camera setup and my luck get you know uh break it on accident because like i said i'm a klutz man my luck i just either gets drops it in water or i had to be mindful for my phone man i had to remember <laughs> all right we're in a creek put my phone in my backpack so oh, i don't God. drop it or get my pants wet and get my phone fucked up you know right. so it was like trying to keep that in my head or all right, we're going up dangerous rocks. Put my phone away because if I fall, I'm going to crush my phone. So it was like, <laughs> or you'll leave it on top of a mountain. Yeah, or well, yeah. Well, well, if I have on to the see side of a road, cool, yeah. I would say if I have to see something cool that way, I guess that's what you I'll, have to I'll do. Huck right? it. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> right, you gotta. Right, right. Exactly. Uh, Cool. Uh, okay. All right. But I guess if you, well, if you want to see some of the pictures, I, I yeah. went over to Jungle Diaries or Daniel yeah, Solis's page. Gonna, and, yeah. And, yeah. That would be, yeah. um, that was a cool spot. So, yeah, I'm looking cool. at them right now. It's cool, man, right? Yeah, some dude, they're the awesome. And things they saw. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I'm glad that, uh, yeah, we could uh, borrow you for a little bit and talk to you about the trip and, uh, yeah, man, that's, you know, that's awesome. a successful trip. If I do say so, you know, you guys, yeah, you guys yeah. crushed. Everyone's it. alive, barely, but you know, we had a few close. <laughs> we had a few co- close calls of a few people that were going to have to get flown off the island because they were. We had one guy choke on some goat, oh, and he God. just for whatever reason he couldn't get out of his throat. So he's like, he's like, I can't even, can't even like like swallow my saliva. And I go, well, that's not good. So wow. they had to get him. They had to take him to a Jesus. specialist, and then they were going to fly him out. But then he he cleared up his throat, or he cleared it all up. So then he ended up finishing the trip. And then me and one other guy were stuck. What the one guy got really seasick? Like he would just he wouldn't he couldn't even leave the boat. He just that's, that throwing sucks. up and just he just. I was getting rough, but I just my extent was just headaches and not eating. That was my mm-hmm. only problem. I wasn't so much as up chucking like the other guy was but right yeah no, they, and then and then we had the guy that with the egg situation that that was yeah so we 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 all made it through but we all had something wrong yeah. with us by the end of it you know right. yeah. as long as you make it through man you right, can joke right. about the stories on the other yeah. side of the <laughs> right, 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 when you right. live it all becomes a great story later when uh, everybody lives yeah that those are yeah. the best trips man that's what i always tell people i go the best trips are when you have a little your life's a little bit in danger because it always makes a better story than if i was on the beach reading a book yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> right plus a hundred percent too yeah right you're right like, right yeah Fuck yeah. yeah right, right, right. That's what I told myself when I went up that hill. I was like, God, I'm alive. This didn't <laughs> I kill me. Get yeah. back down. <laughs> I've said that many a times on Rob's oh, trips. God. <laughs> I can't believe I made it up this far. Thank God I'm alive. <laughs> so Oh man. Uh, but cool, man. Uh yeah. Thanks again. Uh put what 
so what's your put your stuff out there? I know you just were on uh, recently, yeah, but yeah, yeah right. throw your stuff TJ, out. Yeah, TJW Exotics, uh, Facebook, Instagram, website, all that. That's yeah, pretty easy to get a hold of. Been slacking on Instagram. God, I fucking hate taking pictures of stuff. <laughs> I just fuck. I'm just Don't such it. a slacker. I'm just such a slacker. Uh, it's all good, man. Uh, it's all right, good. right, right, right. Cool. But, All right, uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up and get out of here, Owen. Um, I guess uh, I don't know. What do we got? Cold blooded cafe. Yes. Cold blooded caffeine. Yes. Uh, don't forget about Zach's book. Uh, yes. The natural history. You can order that through Russ Gurley. We got the 2023 Gecko Symposium on ten five at nine yes, six. You can, you can also go see contact, the doctor. You can also contact Russ, Russ Gurley as well. So yeah. Get your book. Yep. Get your ticket. <laughs> We have the uh, you know, Tinley Texas. Park is that weekend. Yes. Fortunately, I will be herping Florida, hoping to find will, an Eastern Diamond. I will Diamond be back. enjoying a wonderful God, vacation in Eastern Diamond with my wife. Yes. Uh, very good. Southern Carpet Fest. Uh, no, 10, no, Texas Carpet Fest. Did it again. <laughs> the Texas Carpet Fest. Damn. It's in Texas. How about God that? God damn it. Texas Carpet <laughs> Fest. They're having a silent auction. Hit up Mike Taylor if you want uh, to be a part of that or if you need any information on the actual event itself. But it's October 14th. It's October 14th, Replandia. They're going to have exclusive, you know, behind the scenes checking out kick ass animals and all of our stuff. Dude, every time posted up Ari's picture. Dude, every time Ari and Ryu like post a video or a photo, I just turn to Melissa and I'm like, can we go? to texas for a vacation just can we go for a trip i just want to go and see it and she says take your snake friends with you just Uh, go with them and i'm like all right that's on the 2024 list for sure to get down there so um yeah that's all we got uh Check out all the pods and the stuff and the things and the if you Other don't know it, then the stuff it is what the, it is. The Teespring store and the Patreon. If you've gone this right. long without doing it, I don't know what to say anymore. Right. Um, get your coffee. Get your frozen rodents. You get 10% off your orders if you use the code MPR10. Yeah, basically that is saves all. on shipping, something like that, right? Then it got shipping, some big sales. They, yeah, it's a, they have a ton of sales, and I think uh, the last time they did a big sale was like 50% off your order. You could add the MPR discount on top of that. So, Damn. 60% yeah. off rodents? Exactly. So, What are you sleeping y- on? People? Use it. Like, you know, I mean, I'm getting, I got to talk to you this weekend because I'm like, I got it ready to be, get a, I'm going to get ready to get an order. And, yes. you know, it was, yes. I think what was, the, they had a video showing up of like some of the bulk orders they do for like pet stores. And it was like being loaded into a truck via forklift. <laughs> and well, I'm like, when you, I'm like, how do we, how do we get on this <laughs> list? I get you know, I bet you could go through that. Yeah. I, I got enough have shit. Like a box this big and no one has a truck delivering his road. <laughs> Sometimes oh, you, some dude it's, um, it's that it time of year. Yeah. Bulking, bulking up the snakes. I've, I'm, that's what I had to wait for the, after this trip and, I was like, oh boy, it's time to start hammering everything with you, fucking you're, you're, food. You're now. bulking up snakes, but then also you're you're, you're feed trialing with babies. You're fucking with them right. up, and I, I thought so. My rough scales are due in the next two weeks, and that's the last uh-huh. clutch. 
But then my white side at Black Rattlesnake decided to double. So we're not <laughs> done anymore. You ain't closing down, man. I, I can't. Uh, I you're, can't. You're, you're one of those full year breeders now, man. If something else lays right. eggs, we're getting dangerously close to like where I could get That's a it. weird. Yeah, no, I'm, I quit. <laughs> it just doesn't stop. Uh, Look, he has all the success and he's like, he's upset. Make it stop. It. <laughs> There's so much. There's so many babies. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right, Owen, take us out. All right, that's it. That's all we have for everybody this week. We'll catch everybody back here uh, for some more Morelia Python Radio. Peace.